Let's call Bevis. People have been far more interested to hear this now. Because hearing about my car journey, not interesting. <laughs> Bevis. I saw the phone, Neil. Bevis. Hit him. I'm meant to be having like lots of like Disney talk with Bevis or something. <laughs> He's not wicked enough to do this on purpose, surely. No, no. He did tweet me to say he was waiting for us, and I was like, I'm having a wee. <laughs> so this is payback. Mm-hmm. He's having a wee now. Oh, yeah. Or a monumental shit. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Always just had a massive fail at technology. That could also be the problem. Yeah, that's definitely him. I'm so bamboozled. Oh, I can't. Just a little bit. I'll just put it on charge for now. Where is he? I'm just checking if he's tweeted me, but it doesn't look like he has. Let's try him again. Hello. Oh. Hello. 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 Are you alright, Doc? I'm very good, yes. Yeah, we thought you hated us because we rang you and then you didn't answer and I was like, sad face. <laughs> that, that would be because sort of just about when you were about to, to call, my internet went down. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> good times. Bloody technology. Yeah, you got to love the internet. Yeah. It's so cool. Oh. Shit. <laughs> I was slightly concerned about the fact that you were just shunning me because I said earlier that I didn't like Dolly Parton or Elvis Presley. So. I know. Yeah, the one bit where I was listening in as well. <laughs> Sorry. It's like you did it, did it deliberately. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Um, I wasn't aware. I should have been, I suppose. Uh, oh. They're quite popular people. I should I should really have thought that a lot of people would disagree with that. Well, that's statement. true. I mean, I, there are a lot of Elvis fans, and I've probably just upset a lot of them. But I did get, you know, I say I had more respect when I left Greaterland than when I went in. But Dolly will always be my hero, so it doesn't matter. I don't do. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Dolly's awesome. Dolly is great, but uh, to be fair, you just went to see Prince as well, so I did. Not, you know, that's I know, true. So did I. Yeah. Oh God, I can't even. I can't even put into words how amazing it was. Like, and the fact that, um, the fact that I got the tickets for free was pretty tits. All right for some. Because I know I would not have been able to afford it otherwise. (laughs) Nice. No, I um, we went. We found out on a Saturday that we were going on the Monday, and I was like, "Yes!" Uh, but it happened after like a really busy weekend, and I was cream crackered after that. It was crazy. So good though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, missed yeah. the third encore though, which is a bit sad. Well, I think our third encore was he came on and let some balloons off. I mean, literally, he walked on stage with a bunch of balloons and let them go, and then walked off again. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of. Like- you're making a statement there, but I really no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I saw that because I think he mixed it up at a load of different shows because he did do the balloons thing at ours as well. But then he went yeah. away for ages and then the house lights came up. But we all stayed around because we thought maybe. But then like five minutes later, we we're like, no, he's definitely gone. So we left, we started leaving. And then as we were leaving, he just blatantly comes back on and starts singing I Would Die For You. And I was like, oh. I remember he did that with us as well. Bit yeah, harsh. we fucked off. 
<laughs> we needed a pee and we went to the pub as well. <laughs> well, we were like, we've kind of got to get our train anyway, because we did try and go back in, but the bouncers were like, no. Well, that's pretty yeah. shit. Um, but I do need to get a train anyway, so I suppose it's probably good that I leave now. But um, it's well, a yeah. bit weird. Mm. Ex- yeah. Exciting, though. It was quite... It was. Um, the, the drive home yeah, after Dolly was quite long. <laughs> Brilliant, but... Oh, yeah. yeah, we didn't see Dolly this time. We, I, I kind of regret it, but it was kind of... We've got tickets for Kylie and we bought prints at the last minute. It was just one of those things that, yeah, we can't afford Dolly as well. And we have only just seen her, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because she was... I would say, there's only so much Dolly you can have, but, you know, that's clearly a lot. <laughs> there is, if you may. All the time. Well, <laughs> Any Dolly is enough Dolly for me. <laughs> She's awesome. I'm sorry. Come on, Glastonbury. Oh, I can't accept. She was amazing. I can't accept. Sorry. Stop it. <laughs> sorry. Oh. It's all right. Just just discovering that the um, the link to the donation page on the podcasting page is a bit whack. So is it? Yeah, it's not. Yeah, working. none of those links work. Yeah. Have I twatted it up? I don't know what's happened, but I've just put it. I've just copied it from the page and put it onto mine. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just copied the link onto my Facebook page from the tweet. How bizarre. (laughs) And there is that. There's something about the the linkage. The podcast page. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, not good at technology, so this was an exciting venture to begin with anyway. (laughs) I mean, I remember the first first, um, first, uh, pop culture parlour. (laughs) <laughs> with me didn't we spend about half an hour getting, trying to get Skype to work yeah <laughs> I, was like, I can hear you but you can't hear me okay we'll turn it off and start again no it's the other way around what's happening ah oh. <laughs> yeah bit uh, bit bamboozled by technology well yeah and yeah I mean that was you know that wasn't even as if it was your first podcast either no but it's used to do all the technical stuff I just turned up so <laughs> the comic racks just turned up and you know that was about it <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm already tired. This doesn't bode well, does it? I'm alright at the moment. We're doing okay. 11 hours and 8 minutes, according to Mixler, that has a timer that's telling me. Yeah. That's that's not halfway, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) We're almost halfway. Yeah, we are almost halfway. I think. Yeah, by the time you finish witting to me, you'll be nearly halfway. I think the um, it was the it was the lack of sleep last night brought on by my sudden onset of what if I fucked up the US time differences (laughs) panic, um, because I can't actually remember which bits of the US everybody's calling from, so I couldn't even check. So I was like, shit. Now I'm worried, and I've got no way of fixing it. (laughs) Um, yeah. So that that was fun, but um. How have you? How the devil have you been, Bevis? I feel like I haven't seen you for ages. Oh yeah. Well, no, yeah, I mean, last time I saw you was Leeds. Yeah. So I've been, yeah, I've been busy because we've. Well, I'm off work now because I've got a. We've got a new little boy. Oh. So I'm kind of being house husband at the moment. That's nice. And then kind of. Well, mostly, I, mostly, I, <laughs> mostly, I've been training him in Disney films. Yes, I accept. It's not, it's not been any, not had any, so we've kind of, I've been progressing through him because he's only three. Mm-hmm. He only does like half an hour a day. So it's been slow work, but we're, we're progressing through them and he's kind of, it's, it's starting with the princess ones. Because mm-hmm. he's going to like the princesses. <laughs> it kills me. But he knows, I mean, his favourite princess is about, Tinkerbell's his favourite. And then Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, I tell her, Tinkerbell, then Cinderella, then Ursula. But Ursula's so, not a princess. She's kind of mean. 
Yeah, you don't need to. Yeah. But then his fourth favourite Disney princess is Princess Unikitty. So, you know. <laughs> well, Unikitty is awesome, to be fair. I actually, I actually legitimately stood in the entertainer yesterday staring at a Lego set with Unikitty in it thinking, shall I spend £23 on this? Uh, I opted for no in the end because it seemed a bit frivolous. <laughs> but um, but Unikitty... I, every time we walk past the Lego store in Manchester, oh. they've got the... Um, I think it's called the Saucy Cow or the Flying Cow the um, metal beard's boat mm-hmm. in the window and it's like 150 quid 160 quid and I kind of think oh I could afford that <laughs> <laughs> so like you know quarter of my pay for the month and you'd be far yeah you sort of look at those things and you think I do wonder with Lego because as much fun as it is to put it together once it's done it's like was that a hundred pounds worth of fun mm. was it no <laughs> I think if you get the death well, star I don't understand yeah. people who make them and then leave them rather than play with them and take them apart and stuff. It's just kind of the whole point of Lego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got the um, the turtle's lair set up on my mantelpiece at the moment. That's quite fun. Um, <laughs> occasionally what I do is hide a ninja in a tree. Just, you know. Because I like to think that if, if it's like, if Toy Story was a real thing, that, um, you know, that my ninja little little turtles and things have little fights while I'm in bed. <laughs> and uh, so sometimes I just put ninjas in trees to surprise them. <laughs> Why there's a tree in the sewer, though, is beyond me. Well, obviously, seeds must have fallen down there and it just grew. There would the be ooze. a lot of yeah. poo there but to sort them out. Really, you need to worry about the bloody tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, Mr Sensible. Jeez. <laughs> I always like to think, though, that my, my toys had a secret life, and that was before Toy Story came yeah. out. I think cause there was a was there a Jim Henson movie or something that was like a secret life of toys? I don't know. It was quite evil. There's a really evil, witchy, doll-type character just seemed to be a right bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Anywho. (laughs) Callum's got... Well, Callum had, our eldest, he had sort of all of the... Most of the Toy Story toys, so he had sort of Buzz and Woody and Jesse and stuff. And then about six months ago, so it was when we were going through the adoption process stuff, he kind of decided he didn't want them anymore. Gasp. And he was kind of like, no, I don't want them anymore. And Chris and me were kind of, <laughs> we were virtually sat on the couch, going, oh, we can't do a word. Oh, it'd be me. <laughs> yeah, you can't know that's unfair. Oh dear, no, I can't have that. Can't accept that. No. <laughs> you have to, you have to keep hold of them, even if they're not technically his anymore. I've, I've still I mean, got my Slinky dog, so <laughs> <laughs> I love Slinky. Oh, I love Slinky. He's one of my favourites. Doesn't really work though. If you've got a slinky dog, you try you pull him and he's just kind of his bum falls over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> he's uh he's not very useful. Probably slinky. No. But slinkies aren't as cool as you think they no, are. Never work. No. They get sort of three stairs down and then they're like, Nope, I'm staying here. Yeah, like, oh ruin my day. Why? <laughs> Why me? <laughs> I don't understand people, though, that have toys that they don't um, open and play with. What? I just have a few Wonder Woman and Wonder Girl dolls in packaging that just don't come out ever. I had the like the X-Men, you know, from the from the cartoon days. I had those until that, and I had a gambit when you flicked a trigger in his back, he would do a, like a karate kick. I just got a bit overzealous with it and must have broken the elastic band inside that mm. controlled that motion. 
I am. Um, I think I own maybe three toys that are still in the boxes, and two of them are because if you took them out, they would not physically stand up. Which is a, a Sally and a Jack from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Because their heads weigh so much more than their bottom halves, it's just like never going to happen. Uh, and also, Rich bought me a really fancy um, plastic man figure that I've kept in the box because the box looks like Plastic Man as well. <laughs> it's really awesome. So I was like, I'm not taking that out. Ruining that beast of a box, so oh, that's still in there. The thing is, the other thing is with like the Wonder Girl one I've got, Donna Troy Wonder Girl. In the bottom of the box, she's got like the head or something of some other character, and you have oh, to yeah. buy all of the other characters to, to build to get the beard. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah, I think I've got Atom Smash's arm somewhere. <laughs> I've got a piece of something. Yeah, I never. Uh... I, got, I tried to sell them on eBay once because I thought maybe someone will want him, but no one ever did. <laughs> so I've just got a random arm somewhere. I bet. I, I, I should throw it out, but it's the kind of thing that you just think it might come in useful one day. <laughs> one day I might buy the rest of the figures. Yeah, well, I might just find someone who's put him together and he's missing the left arm. You know, you can be the hero then. There you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love toys. Have I mentioned this? I do. Uh, Occasionally. Yeah, once in a while. On and off. I did. I did go to the entertainer yesterday, and I spent a good sort of half an hour in there, and I was like, "You're an adult." What are you doing? <laughs> As if it's a problem. <laughs> I think the pro- the bigger problem is you've got this excuse of you can go to the Lego shop sort of every week and go no no we're looking just you know for birthday presents for the kids <laughs> and you know buy <laughs> loads of shit for yourself. That's true. I think the problem for me would be the fact that I would go in there and I could legitimately spend like an entire wage on stuff. So <laughs> terrible. Um, I, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I was going to buy, um, there was about four different things in there I was going to buy, but then I walked through a section that's like, it's not for me, it's blatantly for younger, like, look, very little girls. And it was that section where they got all the dolls and stuff. Mm. And there was this creepy as fuck doll, like just naked baby doll in a plastic bag. And that was it. Didn't have any clothes on. And it was just in a bag. And I was like, this is, so, it's like buying a corpse. It's horrendous. <laughs> I just could, ugh, really freaky. I've, I was never one for dolls. Not ever. I think I maybe had a couple, but I wasn't, I was a very, I was a big Barbie fan when I was younger. Oh no, never. But that's too much all of the dresses, boy. all of the dresses. Yeah, I just had a couple of Barbies and we just sort of, I'm, distinct recollections of kind of pulling their heads off. <laughs> I got Smith, her as well. I mean, they were kind of, she was given them by sort of well-meaning relatives who didn't know her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got destroyed and it's kind of, or you know they'd end up being victims of sort of Skeletor and stuff like that so you know. I think I tried to give one a haircut once and that's when I discovered I shouldn't do hair. <laughs> I think the only thing I had closest to a Barbie was She-Ra and that's different because it was She-Ra and she was awesome. She was awesome. And the, the bad guy from She-Ra whose eyes popped out he had three legs and his eyes <gasps> Yes! Because he used to hypnotise people yeah, with his could, goggly yeah, eyes, and he had really stupid voice. Yeah. Oh, what was he called? That's going to bother me oh, all night. Yes, oh, please. <laughs> oh my god, that's going to drive me mad. Did he have? Was he the one who had suckers for hands as well? That used to like. On no, the side no, that of was the was green that guy, guy that looked like the creature from the the, the goon or whatever. I love Shira. Me too. <laughs> I want to. I do. I, I hadn't realised that she had the very very gay sidekick until recently. Who? Bo. Bo? No recollection of him, and then it's someone had posted a picture of him, and I thought that's the gayest costume <laughs> ever. Is it gayer than He Man's furry pants, though? Is it? <laughs> it's 
kind of gold shoulder armour with exposed chest and stomach and a big heart on his front. Yeah. I did yeah. I did love the fact that um, a lot of the characters in He-Man and She-Ra rocked very little protection yeah. in terms of armour or any clothes at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they were trying to dazzle people with their rippling muscles so that they, <laughs> they wouldn't be able to fight them. Don't know. I never understood how Skeletor's head worked. <laughs> this great big buff guy with a skull. And it's kind of, if it was all skeleton, that would be fine. Because he's just got a skull head. It's kind of like, is it a skull or does he just look... I was going to say, is it just his face? No, it's, it's, I was going to say, it's definitely a skull because his jaw's very detached. It's not like he's wearing a mask or anything. Yeah. Because no. his jaw's... And he has no eyeballs. Yeah. Because yeah. he's oh. always wearing his hood, so it's like, I, never see, I don't think I've ever seen the back of his head. So you just wonder. I love <laughs> Skeletor, he's great. If he took his head off, yeah. the hood off, yeah. his skull just fall off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually just like a dwarf in a cloak underneath. Like, <laughs> you don't ever really see a neck either. You don't see no. any neck bones going on. Maybe he's actually just a really unintimidating dude and he thought, what can I do? I know what I'll do is I'll climb in a muscly well, suit plus- and I'll put, a, I'll put a skull on my head that I'll like balance on my head. Nobody will see that I'm really there. And he just walks around looking all buff and mean. And uh, he's actually, that skull's not even a thing. <laughs> <laughs> actually, oh. like this idea. That's fan fiction in the making, those. Isn't it, though? Finding out the truth a bit. It'd be like, yeah, it'd be like, you know, those reveals in Scooby Doo, and it's like, and I would have gotten away with it too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like this, like, little tiny guy. It was Orca all along. That's <laughs> yeah. oh, no, probably Lucky. Oh, do you remember Lucky? Was that the thing with the ears? Yeah, he would just hide somewhere in the She yeah. cartoon, you had to find him. It was pointless, but, you yeah. know, he was there. Do you remember the Where's Wally cartoon? Yeah. That was a weird thing. Yeah. Why would you have a, a thing where you have to look at still images on the well, table? You'd have a proper cartoon. It's like, they'd have a break. Like, Where is Wally? Here he is. Yeah. And you'd be there sat in front of the telly and your mum and that are going, get away, come back, you will ruin your eyes. What are you up to? And I'm like, I'm trying to find Wally. I'm trying to find Wally. Before they zoom in on him and ruin my day. Yeah. <laughs> so when they, when they did the pictures from the books, so if you had the book, you knew where he was anyway. Oh, I don't know I don't if they know. were the same. Don't know. Not sure. Yeah. They were just related vaguely to the story of the cartoon. So if it was like he's gone to Egypt that day, it's like look, he's now in a bazaar, lost somewhere. <laughs> You're like, ooh, where is he? Well, I, got, I mean, I got Chris sort of a set of them recently, and the early ones, which only had Wally in and none of the other stuff, mm-hmm. they've redone and they've added in, you know, the wizard and the the scrolls and all that kind of crap, and moved them around as well. Oh. It's a bit weird. But then the early ones, you kind of look, and there's about three people in them, so it's piss easy to find. Until you realise, sort of about the second book, that they were a bit too easy. <laughs> what I love about Where's Wally is the idea that, um, like, he's in these really exotic locations, like a bazaar in Egypt or something, and he's, uh, like, they have to show other people in stripy jumpers. Um, because otherwise you'd find him too easily. So it's like really inaccurate. There's just like a load of people rolling around in woolly hats in, you know, by the pyramids. And you're like, what? Lots of tits. Lots of, lots There's lots of really inappropriate humour in it. There's <laughs> one in the shopping centre and there's kind of a woman getting changed in the changing room but they pull the curtain aside so she's standing there in her pants and kind of being shocked as these little boys are leering at her. And there's another one with a woman, a topless woman on the beach. And you, you kind of look at them now and you go, really? You've been looking at these a little bit too hard. <laughs> I didn't notice all of that. <laughs> no, 
I'm too innocent to notice yeah. things like that, you see. Didn't notice all the breast I'm properly pure. Me. Oh, it's energy drink time, guys. <laughs> it's already happening. Too pure. Half past <laughs> eight, energy drink time. Is that what the time is? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> we will be halfway there soon. Ah, thank fuck for that. <laughs> It'll all be downhill from there. This energy drink smells like smell. you know when you go to like the walkabout the morning after they've had like a club night and it smells faintly of alcohol and vomit. That's, That's what this smells much what like. That's what I'm trying to see yeah. what the colour it is. Sounds lovely. It's uh, piss yellow. Yep, it is. It is. Yep. <laughs> well, it's a very. I mean, you would be quite dehydrated if your piss was this yellow. You would, yeah. yeah, you would. The so it's a very kind of apple juice type yellow colour. <laughs> this is riveting listening. <laughs> you should have been here when you were in the bathroom, don't you? <laughs> were you talking about the smoothness of Rose? I was, yeah. And the extortionate five pound rate to get through the toll. <laughs> and how pleased I was I didn't have to go through it. <laughs> anyway. Blech, blech, blech. That's not nice, blech. <laughs> oh, learnt something today, don't like that. Bevis, did, yes. did you like Frozen? Ugh. Now you're going to gang up on me. <laughs> well, no, Has this been a conversation that I've missed before then? We had a... I, I really love Frozen. Thank you. I, I had questions with it. Yeah. Pants. And then kind of the first half was musical and then they kind of, about halfway through, they went, oh, we can't be asked anymore. <laughs> no, it's kind of after after the, the reprise of... Oh, I know what you mean, yeah. The castle, when Elsa kind of freezes Anna again. Yeah. There's no more songs. No. You kind of had songs, 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 songs. Oh, we're bored now. It's kind of... They they couldn't be bothered anymore. But I I really liked it. I think it looked fantastic. Mm. I didn't have any issues with Elsa and Anna looking the same because they're fucking sisters. sisters, yeah. (laughs) They do look like Rapunzel, but then again... All of the Disney princesses look alike. alike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't have any issues with that. But I really like it. I think it's when I think some of the, some people have kind of gone in and treated it as if it's the you know the greatest animated film ever, and it's kind of it's a huge break for Disney, and it's, not, it's something they've never ever done before. Mm. And it's not. It's a really good, really well animated Disney film with some really good songs and some really good characters. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. You know, it's not the saviour of animated films. No. No. Nor should it be. But, I, I mean, you know, I think there are better Disney films. I think some of them are... I, I think Tangled mm. is significantly better than Frozen. Mm. Yeah, it's yes. But then this, <laughs> I think Mulan is I much think, better as well. I think Mulan's really underrated. Not many people yeah. seem to have watched it or know it. And Which hates it. I think it's really... I don't know why. Yeah. I'm a huge Beauty and the Beast fan. That's always going to be my favourite, but... Aladdin is my favourite, like, far and away, hands <laughs> down. My f- really? I just I just love the genie. I'd watch a whole film just of Robin Williams my friends being the genie. No, I, hate, oh, I hate the genie. I think it's the most awful, racist nonsense. <laughs> and I just thought, I, oh, I find everyone really irritating. Jasmine needs a... Oh, slap. She needs a slap, let's really, be honest. Yes. Well, to, be, uh, to be fair to her, though, everybody keeps trying to make decisions about her life. All she wants to do is pick her own boyfriend, like Lena. Well, I mean, she was a bit more kick-ass about it than I might actually like her, but she's just kind of a bit wet. <laughs> I like that my friends and I sat around the pub one night and we made a whole new world really filthy. <laughs> the way it's, it's, it's not... It's not sex anyway. It is all about sex, and it wasn't about changing the words. Oh, hello. No. Anyway, um, it was all about how you said them. <laughs> exactly. 
And we just made it sound extremely filthy, and it was lots of good fun. <laughs> no, I'm not doing with Aladdin. No. I know, I've, I, it's things like we've been going through piece. Yeah. I like some of it. Yeah. But it, it, I can't work out how the time scale works, because Belle seems to be in the castle for months. Yeah. But then her father's been wandering through the woods the whole time, so it can't have been months. Because he'd have died. Well, yeah, exposure yeah. would be a bit dead. It just, yeah, it just doesn't it work. I mean, it, quite apart from the whole thing about, you know, did they really not know that castle was there? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all fine. You can ignore that stuff. But it's kind of... But some of the animation's really... Mm. Very, when you watch it back, some of the animation is really poor. You can see that it's kind of... It is, it's the early, yeah. you know, sorts of Disney. But it's still not as shit as Little Mermaid. Well, no, because Little Mermaid was the start of their um, whole yeah. thing. What did, what's it called? Um, the, yeah, it's the Disney Renaissance. Thank you. That's the word I couldn't think of. To be fair, some of Mermaid is brilliant. I mean, Ursula is oh, fantastic. fantastic. Oh, she's wonderful. Great All villain. stuff is so well animated. And things like whole um, part of your world. Yeah. That whole animated sequence is wonderful. But then there's, you know, there's stuff like all the stuff with the chef. Yeah. It's pain. Oh. Dear. Oh. And Eric is dull. He, no, he is. <laughs> yes. Of all of the princes, he's just so boring. A friend of mine fancies his pants off, I tell you. She, well, uh, she, she had something about the, the sexiest princes and they had Eric as number one. You can't, are you fucking kidding? No, no sorry. I, it's blatantly Flynn slash Eugene. He is gorgeous. Because no. Homina. But when I... When <laughs> I, I... See, I would put Naveen... Ah, uh, so, yes. Is yeah. he the frog? He's, yeah, he okay. is quite dishy. Just, yeah. just for the bit at the beginning frog. where he's in his jihodpas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's very... Uh, Actually, no, they're not jihodpas, they're plus fours, I think. But, <laughs> he's got that yeah, wonderful look, yeah. that suave. Well, I was 13 when I saw Beauty and the Beast, so when the Beast turned back into a man, I thought, oh, hello. I can't accept a man with a ponytail. Oh, I thought he was quite well, he's a he's, Beast. Yeah. <laughs> When I watched it, like Beauty and the Beast is the first time we watched Beauty and the Beast with Callum. He was about four. Yeah. So he was quite little. And we watched it and he loved it and he loved it and loved it. And then the Beast turned into Prince Adam and he burst into tears. <laughs> and he was crying and crying. We couldn't console him. And finally we calmed him down and asked him what the problem was. And it was because the Beast had gone. The Beast had died and this man had turned up. <sighs> and where was the Beast? Because Beauty is in love with the Beast. And <laughs> you watch it, you go, he's bloody right. Yeah. And also. I actually think I actually think he was cuter when he was the beast. He was cuter when he was a beast. Now now right. I watch I think, what the hell was I on when I thought that? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I am um, not that I've, you know, thought about it a lot or anything. Of course not. But you know, when you th- when you think about attractive fictional characters you kind of wish were real, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I'd definitely go for Flynn. Yeah. Like Flynn slash oh, yeah. Because he's just super yeah. handsome. Mm. And I love his look. That bit where he's like trying to charm her with this it's look always. and it's just Oh, yes. Pants off. <laughs> Actually, I quite like hands as well. I do, but have you seen the the casting for Once Upon a Time for season four? Because they've now cast... Well, about, I just thought it was a bit of a cash-in. Well, I but thought, yeah. It's got bored Once Upon a Time sort of about a third of the way through the second season. Yeah. Because it was just dreadful. <sighs> um, the, the, the daughter, the policewoman. Yeah. I just couldn't stand and the boy I hated and <laughs> I don't really I only really I only really watch it for Regina because she's brilliant and there's that whole lady it's crush on her. and Hook's good because he's handsome as I hell not, 
not for anything other than just because you know gorgeous because <laughs> <laughs> you would <laughs> would you yeah yeah but all this all the stuff they did in Neverland was god it was boring so boring but now they've they've brought at the end of season three their whole cliffhanger was bringing Elsa in from Frozen and it's like well you've just completely cashed in they reckon they were planning it all beforehand because all it's all ABC is part of Disney it's like don't talk bollocks <laughs> Yeah, because you were planning it before you were plan- to cash in. Yeah, because <laughs> Neverland yeah. is not great. You've probably lost a few numbers. It's lost its way because season one was brilliant, such a fantastic premise. Yeah. Season, one was really good. season one was very clever as yeah, well. Yeah, it was. It's, it wasn't straight Disney. It wasn't no. kind of you know we are taking the characters from the film. It was kind of it was much more we're taking the characters from the fairy stories and here's some mm. sort of Disney in jokes as well. And then it just became. Oh no, we've got to have them, you know, we've got to bring in Milan yeah. and now we've got to bring in Aurora and we've got to bring in Maleficent and it just kind of was They seem to you know, really you're gonna do it like that. Whenever a fan big groups of fans say, Oh, we really want to see Ursula or something, it's like, Well, let's put her in then. Yeah. And it's just don't don't do don't do that. Have you seen that T V show they're doing that's um villains and their the kids? Sense- Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Kristen Chenoweth is in it, and she's playing Melissa. She annoys yeah, me. See, that's the selling point for me. Is Kristen Chenoweth? It's as for me Melissa. as well. Yeah. yeah. She annoys me. I can't. I, I, I love her, and I'm I'm sad I couldn't. Well, she's playing tonight anyway, so I couldn't have gone to see her. But I couldn't afford to go to London. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah thanks. <laughs> but I couldn't afford tickets because it was like eighty odd pounds for a ticket, Oof. and then on top of that, you have got to get a hotel, and it's just I can't. Mm. And I had a friend of mine say to me, "Oh, if you you should do it because it's worth." It. I said, "I cannot afford." People think that London is just on my doorstep. I have to get a train ticket, get a hotel, because I can't do it in the night, and the ticket for the theatre. Yeah, that's why I was having the problem with the Hans Zimmer thing, because there are still tickets left for that, but they're like the cheapest ones, like 82 quid. Exactly. And I'm like, well, add 30 quid for a train ticket to London. Yeah. Add an extra 50-ish, at least, at least for a hotel. hotel. Yeah. And that's yeah. you're looking at a shitty travel lodge yeah. somewhere for exactly. that as well. <laughs> Which um, is probably miles out from where you need to be, so you've got to get a yeah, taxi so to feel safe to get A taxi there. or a train, a tube yeah. ticket, and that's another yeah. like 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. You're just like piling it on. And it's just, you've spent well over £100. And it's like... Like, uh, I think I'm going to see St. Vincent on the Friday. The following week, I'm going to see Lady Gaga on the Tuesday in Manchester, and then a Wednesday, whichever it is. And then it's that weekend, and then like two weeks after that, it's Thought Bubble. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, can't do I that. have no money, no. <laughs> but I have, no. I have seen the pictures of the cast, all these teenagers that are playing the young teenagers of these Disney villains. Mm-hmm. And I kind of quite like what they've done with their costumes if you like they've just put in hints of their parents color scheme yeah. so Cruella de Vil's kid has got like Dalmatian spots somewhere and Maleficent has got some purple flashes in and mm-hmm. I'll I'll see if I can get to see it I don't know that it's really going to be that great but Christian Chenoweth is a but the problem I, is I, I, um, I don't understand how they're going to work it in terms of kind of timelines and stuff yeah it's, if you're having Cruella de Vil it's kind of, it was one thing, you know, one thing if it was kind of, you know, Snow White and yeah, Sleeping Beauty and stuff, because you can kind of fudge when they are. But if you're yeah. then adding someone like Cruella Deville, who is clearly, you, you know, you can't kind of say, oh, yeah, actually, no, she was kind of sometime around fairy story middle ages, because she's clearly not. No, because that was what about so how it works. 50s, 60s time. They're all in high school, eh? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mm, I'm kind of mm, about it, especially as we've just had Angelina Jolie as a very good Maleficent mm-hmm. on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Still and not seen it. What? <gasps> what? What? <laughs> yeah, right. 
two small boys. <laughs> I, the last time I went to the cinema, went to the cinema was probably Lego Movie. Yay! Without so children. Mm. Four ever, so I, I sort of Iron Man three and Maleficent, and I haven't even seen the Muppet sequel yet. So yeah, I, I haven't really. I I can't watch that because Ricky Gervais. No, and the fact oh, that no. they the fact that they took because um, on the other uh, movie they had Brett from Flight of the Concords doing a lot of the mm. songs, and yeah. they took him off for the second one. And I'm like, do you know what? You've taken away all the writers that made the first one good. You've taken away the guy who wrote the brilliant, brilliant songs, and now you're sticking Ricky Gervais in there. I'm off. I can't. Well, I, don't, I don't know if it was just that because the guy who wrote it was a guy from How I Met Your Mother, wasn't it? I can't remember his name. Uh, Jason, Jason yeah Jason and I just don't think he wanted to return to doing it he'd done the job he wanted to do which was reboot well, he it he said that didn't he he said yeah. that he'd kind of launch it and he wasn't in, and he said their characters were were yeah. done there was no reason for him and Amy yeah. Evans to come back yeah um, and I guess it was sort of the same with the music but I I had a friend who went to see it said it wasn't quite as good but somebody told me it. there's like apparently the storyline in it is that there's this like evil frog that's yeah. trying to take over Kermit. Yeah. yeah. But um, apparently nobody notices that he's not Kermit, even though he's like got a terrible accent. Yeah. Because he's like apparently he's French or something, and he tries he's to. Russian. He's Russian. Oh, there you go. And he tries to do Kermit's accent and just comes yeah. out ridiculous. Yeah. And Chris uh, and Callum went to see it, and Chris. Chris enjoyed it. He said he, he did say it wasn't as good as the first one, but he enjoyed it. Mm. Callum came back and he was, apparently he was crying laughing oh, all the way through. And he was there, he was doing um, Constantine, I think he's called. The, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. He was doing Constantine for weeks afterwards. So it's kind of, it clearly, it's, I, I think the, the reason the, work, the first one worked so well is because it hit every single market, every single age range. Mm. Mm-hmm. And all, you know, boys and girls and everyone loved it. And I kind of get the impression that the second one didn't quite get that as well. It kind of, you know, it hit the market for the kids. Yeah. And there was kind of the nostalgia for the adults, but it wasn't quite as clever mm. as the first one. I mean, the first one, you know, the first one did the the silly nonsense jokes. Things like, the, you know, we'll travel by map stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's not a clever joke, particularly, but it's kind of it was it was that right level of jokes that some would go over the heads of kids, some of them were clearly aimed for the very young kids, but everyone could enjoy it, and it threw everything at the screen, mm. but managed to make it work. And I think what Chris said was that the sequel it kind of it tried to do the same thing, but it tried to do it too. It was too careful about trying to do it. It was kind of trying to re- replicate the first film rather than being a new Muppets film that was as good. Mm-hmm. I I think if you don't have someone writing it who like Jay Siegel, he wanted to reboot it because he loved them. Yeah. He, like, and, he you could t- and you could it, tell. And you yeah. could tell. And I think he felt that way about it that everyone his age group like I did and, and everyone else did. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what worked so well for it. And it's, obviously the second one just didn't have that flavour. It still worked for the core audience which is youngsters who want mm-hmm. to go and see it. Yeah. But us adults still want something yeah. too because we still love them. I think I don't know if I'll ever bother. To be honest, I think I just, it, Ricky Gervais. I just can't. I don't mind. I I'll can't. probably end up buying it anyway because I just oh, I just love the Muppets. Mm. I just love them. It depends how much he's in it. Is yeah. It, I mean, it like, uh, Stardust. Stardust. I can. It's wonderful, and I love Stardust, and it's fantastic. And I can just about cope with Ricky Gervais in it because yeah. he gets his voice taken away, and then he gets killed horribly. So you know. <laughs> yeah, I can deal with that. Yeah. yeah, I love Stardust. I'm watching. I, I don't watch it. I'm going to have to watch that again because that is a brilliant film. Yeah, 
But it's, I mean, it's got Tina Fey in it as well, the second Muppets movie. She, oh, plays, she plays a Russian prison guard. Yeah. Oh. I thought you meant Stardust. No, 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 no. I mean, in the Muppets movie. <laughs> it would have been interesting if she was in Stardust. As a Russian yeah. prison guard. Yeah. I love, I love Michelle Pfeiffer in Stardust. Yeah. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. But I was going to say, she's pretty wonderful. Yeah, she anywhere. is. She's ace. I find her a bit Marmite. Do you? Some films I really like her, and some films I find her intensely irritating. Was like I think it's too. she can act, but she has such a such a particular way of acting mm. that kind of when she's doing I'm Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. I find her very irritating. When she's not being Michelle Pfeiffer and she's being an actress, I can go with it. In some films, she's just kind of she's clearly just going through the motions, and Stardust, she's not. Mm-hmm. And things like Batman Returns, she's not so much. But if, have you ever seen the Midsummer Night's Dream that she's in? No, no. I, oh wait, she's, yes, I did. Yeah. She's Titania, and um, Callista Fuckwit is. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I she think she's because she's about two foot tall, isn't she? Yeah. Um, and um, what's his name? Irritating gay actor who keeps saying everyone hates him because he's gay rather than because he's a cunt. He <laughs> <laughs> cool. was um, my gay best friend, or whatever it's called. No idea. Um, oh, Rupert Everett? Rupert Everett, yeah, yes. him. Yeah, yeah he's um, Oberon. Mm. And it's just, there's a few other people who have, I have a feeling Alan Cumming might be pucking it, I'm not sure. There's a few, it, it looks fantastic, and it's actually not a bad adaption for screen, but Michelle Pfeiffer just looks bored. Yeah. And Callista Fuckwit is Callista Fuckwit, so, you know. Terrible, yeah. <laughs> kind of about as good as you'd expect. And uh, yeah, so Michelle Pfeiffer and something like that, I just can't say. But then other times she's really good. And yeah, in Sardust, I think she's lovely. But it helps that the the lead boy is a bit dishy, isn't he? He's, oh, he's mm. a daredevil. Sit, what? Is I'm he? I'm sure he's been cast as daredevil in the What? <laughs> I am so excited for that. I, it's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. I think it helps that a lot of the stuff that's... Um, like Marvel are doing pretty well at everything right now, anyway, yeah. and it, and even the TV shows coming out from DC are looking pretty good. So it's like you'd have to do something spectacularly bad to to not like to ruin yeah. Daredevil. Like you can't. Oh, he's super handsome though, isn't he? Oh, hello. Are we just bringing up pictures of him on your iPad? That's, All right, that's then. Charlie Cox. Hello, mate. He's leading that. Yeah. Who was the guy? Because I keep getting confused between Charlie Cox and the guy who played Dorian Gray in that. God awful. Oh, he was also in the um, recent uh, one that was awful. He was in Narnia as well. Was he? He he's super Prince handsome Christian. as well. He is. Uh, but that was an absolutely terrible. Did we go and see that together, Mom? Yeah, with the right bag of shit. <laughs> in case, in case the microphone missed that, Mom said it was a bag of shit. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, worth watching at all, ever. You know, have you ever listened to the We Hate Movies podcast? Yeah. They do this thing where they review like what is universally lauded as a terrible film and then say at the end whether or not you should watch it because it's terrible like you know it's terrible but it's good or whether you yeah. should just avoid it. Mm. And uh, after watching Dorian Gray they all just went never ever under any circumstances put this in your eye. hello Ben Barnes. Yeah. Yep. It was it, dreadful. It was in um, Merlin as well. Was he in Merlin? I'll have a look. You're up- wasn't he, he Lancelot or something in the first series and then he fucked off to be a proper actor? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, was he in Stardust as well? Uh, I'm sure I just saw Stardust at the top. 
Raising Cron, yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh. Was he the, was he the awful? Well, yeah, was he the the fiance bloke? Was he? Uh, Down now. I don't know. Could it be. He was Could young he? Dustin Thorne. Ah, so he was. He just played the young version of the lead. No, he didn't. Ah, Hold on a minute. What? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. What's the same age as the He just says young Dustin Thorne. I don't remember who that was in the film. No. no not a clue. No idea. Oh, balls. Oh, no, he was probably the dad of the lead bloke, isn't he? Oh, that makes it. Because was the lead bloke's name Tristan, or have I made that up? Yeah. yeah. No, Tristan yeah. was the lead, yeah. Oh, so he was his dad. Well, that makes sense because I think they look quite alike. <laughs> well, <laughs> Keep getting not... them bamboozled, but they both fit, so who cares? Doesn't seem to be listed for Merlin. Hmm. So. Maybe I think it's someone else. Hmm. See, hold on, is there somebody who looks like him in Merlin? Let's look at all the attractive men. Go on. Merlin, Chris watched, but I just I found it really irritating. But then there was the there were a couple of the hot nights towards the end who just seemed to spend virtually every episode running around with their tops off. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> I um I, I could never get into Merlin because the effects were so terrible. Like I'm really a stickler for effects, and it just yeah. it looked awful. <laughs> I couldn't get into it because I'm a huge Arthurian legend fan and it just pissed me off. <laughs> so. It's come kind of, well now after the first couple of episodes I wasn't I kind of I got over that and I kind of went, Okay, it's not what it's not what it should be. Yeah. But it's kind of you know, they've kinda of gone, Oh well we kind of we'll just use what people kind of know and then we'll run with it. Yeah. Because I, I, the, I, the problem I have is watching films like that and things like Hercules or Disney Hercules. Mm. First time I watched it, I was so <laughs> so cross, <laughs> but it was it's not like this. This is wrong. <laughs> got, got over that. It's a wonderful film. I love Hercules. Yeah. I love it, and it's and Meg is the best princess. Oh yeah, oh, princess. Yeah, she's great. She's beautiful. Because mm. she could beat the crap out of all the other princesses, so they don't let her be an official princess. That's <laughs> my idea. They changed her song, didn't they? Did you ever see? Did I did. Did Bevis told me? No, yeah. I listened to the yeah. original. I'm quite pleased they did though. Yeah, it's on one of Susan Egan's albums. Susan Egan, Egan is fantastic. Susan Egan is, mm. is the best Broadway star that should be a lot bigger than she is. She's going to be in the next. I'm doing a Dead Queen special. Yay! And Susan Egan's going to be in it as well, just because she she's fucking it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But she, yes, they they had her song at the end. They did, um, they recorded a song called um, "I Can't Believe My Heart," mm. and it's it's a it's such a nice. It's one of the best Disney songs that isn't in film, and it's kind of it's this really lovely ballad. And they recorded it, and they kind of I think they were at the point of starting the animation, and they kind of said Meg doesn't sing ballads. And once they said that, it makes you kind of go. Actually, no, they're right. Yeah. She's not. Yeah. yeah. She's, so they replaced it um, with. I can't uh, say I can't, no. I, w- I won't say I'm in love say or something. something. Yeah. I can't yeah. say I won't. Uh, yeah, I won't say I'm in love. It's a much better song. It's kind of the yeah. songs aren't drastically different, and you know, kind of the message is the same. Mm. Really. Um, but it, they were right. It's kind of it just doesn't. It didn't suit her, but it is. It's a fantastic mm. song. Mm. But Meg, yeah, Meg is the best princess mm-hmm. by an act. Mild. I love the style of the animation in that film. Oh, I can't it's wonderful. stand it. Yeah. Really? Is it the chins? Is it's it the, the curly chin, chins. And it's how gangly their arms are. But I think because the artist was a newspaper illustrator or something. Hmm. Well, yeah, Ron Searle. He, well, Ron Searle is fantastic. Yeah. I, it, it's kind of, it probably won't come as a huge surprise to know that he's, it, it, his style influenced me a lot. Mm. 
Um, but I like your style. It's, it's, it's different. It's it's a hugely different mm-hmm. yeah. style. Of I got, and it was because I mean, with the when they did Sleeping Beauty, and they did it in such a different style, and that bombed mm. because it's a Disney style film. And I I think it's I think it's, it's beautiful. Most, oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Have you seen? They've released a book with the artist that did all the like background pieces and the, the design for the colours and everything. Mm. I've forgotten her name, but she was amazing. Mary Blair. Yeah. Okay. We we uh, honeymoon. We were in Paris. They had um, an exhibition on of early Disney backgrounds, and they kind of they've got um, they had a couple of the Sleeping Beauty ones, and there's kind of one. Mm. It must have been a good twenty five thirty feet wide, and it was just for one tracking shot, mm. kind of from the woods across to the castle. So it must be you know kind of a 10, 20 second shot, and it's just most stunning Yeah. See. <laughs> And all of it is, you know, is absolutely beautiful. But I can, it's one of the things that it is so drastically different from any of the other Disney films that came before it. I can understand why people didn't accept it. And that was the risk with Hercules is it's kind of, it's so different. And it's kind of, it's not, it's not a pretty film, Hercules. Mm. It's not pretty in the same way that most of the other Disney ones. And certainly things like, you know, Beauty and the Beast and, um, Little Mermaid, they, you know, those were, and even sort of Lion King, they went for such a nice, yeah, you know, pretty lovely look. And then with Hercules, they go and do something that's kind of quite harsh and very spiky. Mm. It could have been, you know, it could have bombed, but I think it's, it's absolutely fantastic. It's one of my favourite films. Mm-hmm. But they, once I get over the whole, you know, here is not his mother, that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I suppose... Uh, <laughs> but I suppose the art does echo sort of Grecian art that was painted on the side of all of the urns and everything. Yeah. And that, so it, do, it, it there is a point to it. I just I wasn't a fan, but it doesn't affect how much I love that film. Yeah. yeah. It's, I just think having Danny DeVito as that little goat guy whose name I've forgotten is For the TDs. TDs? TDs. For the TDs, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. I love Pegasus. <laughs> Pegasus is great. <laughs> There's something about... He doesn't look like a horse, but then it's the whole thing of Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Disney can't horses. No, the di- horses not at all. Are shit. Oh, but the Disney horses are always so funny. I love Max yeah. Max in, is yeah, brilliant in, in Tangled. Is the best Tangled. Oh, so yeah. funny. <laughs> Wonderful. I've just realised that we've run over time a little Have bit. Have we? Yeah. Christ. That's crazy. That's gone so because quickly. Because you haven't done that with anyone else. Hmm? Has that happened with anyone? Because you haven't done that yet with anyone else. Only a oh. tiny little bit here and there. Yeah, just just a smidge. <laughs> I will say that I also love Sven in The Reindeer in um, Frozen. I did, stop trying to get me to like Frozen. It's, it's not going to happen. I bought Let it go! I almost sang it, but then I thought, don't do that to yourself <laughs> or the listeners. I did buy the book of the art and it is a gorgeous book. It, it, to be fair, it's a pretty film. Yeah. It's just... Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It is. It is though. Anyway. Agreed to disagree. It was lovely talking to you again. <laughs> and you. I'll see you in Leeds, yeah? Yeah? Yes. yes. Yeah, you yeah. go mad and, you know, die. No, <laughs> we won't do that. I don't think we'll die. I mean, I may go mad. I'm already a bit mad. I'll try and remember to bring you cake again this year and not kill you with coffee in it. 
Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, we're going to with coffee last time either. No, I think I killed you with cinnamon, wasn't it? Didn't I? <laughs> I was putting in. Um, you had to put allspice. Yeah, you had to put like the uh, the allspice thingy in there, and it said like half a teaspoon. So I held like a fucking idiot over the um, mixing bowl. I held a teaspoon and went like this, and just a ton of stuff went in there. And I was like, I'll just mix it in, no one that. Nobody will know. I'll just come and hug you lots, baby, so I think that's much safer. I might bring, like, a cake I haven't made myself that therefore won't kill you. I'll just go to Tesco and buy another box of fancies. We're not going to be quite as many tables this year. You'll check with Matt later. I think in proper books there's kind of... We're growing. The number of people that are there, and I think we've got one table. So we, we've been told that the artists have got to... We've got to be on rotation and we're not allowed to sit behind the table all the time. We have to go and... You have to go oh, but mingle. then you get to have fun too. So that's, that's good. True. Not that see stuff. Don't talk to people. It's scary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a reason we have a job that means sitting inside, and not seeing. <laughs> you um, you don't understand fear until you see if you, like me and Jenny in front of Kelly Sue in her queue last year. Oh. I'm going to be sick. I'm really going to be sick. I'm actually going to be sick, Jenny. I'm going to be sick. Yeah. Properly, I'm properly going to bath. I'm going to bath on her. Look at her. She's right there. She's so pretty. I had I'm mild bruising, baby. It's mild bruising. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't cope. And meeting Jamie Smart in the same weekend. Fuck yeah. off, yeah. Can't deal with it. Can't deal with it. Anyway. Anyway. Better go. Because yeah. uh, yes. Dion's poking me. Yeah. So, what? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was lovely to chat with you and I'll bring you cakes in Leeds. I'll just bring you hug and love. Oh, Sounds good to me. Yeah. Also, possibly well, money because I'll inevitably get another sketch oh, yeah, to add to the almost that shrine that has become the living room wall. <laughs> it might be Shiva. I'm not say no. it be, <laughs> or it might be Spider Woman. I haven't decided. I haven't decided. I think my con, my con sketches this year might be Adventure Time based. Nice. Because uh, I had a Turtles theme one year and Deadpool last year. Yeah. Adventure Time this I think year. Mine will be whatever I think of at the moment, like it was last year. Yeah. Black Canary. Here's a book. Do what you like. Hooray. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Front page, give me the front page again. All right. <laughs> I hate front page of books. I think it's perfectly fine. You could have flicked through to another page. I just wouldn't be allowed to find the fucker again. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> I shall speak to you soon, my dear. Yes. Thanks ever care. so much for coming on. My pleasure. See you soon. Bye. 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 <laughs> done something and Is it's he? bamboozled me he's oh. added us to a group so that when i click on dion it's trying to make me call the whole group what cool group can i i don't want to because you're in it and it might not stop ringing because you're not on sky i was gonna say i'm not on uh can i not just call him and then call clover i don't know i don't know if clover's my friend shall i just call group and yeah, see if it works i know i'm not there but that's okay because i'm not online to my fade yay <laughs> Hello. 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 Hi, you right? Yeah, not too shabby. How are you, my dear? Not too bad. I'm being Dion tonight and he's being me. Oh. All right, just, just to add to the confusion. Is, uh, <laughs> is he in a dress? Or... Uh, not in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> he has to run back downstairs from the loo, though. <laughs> Dion is most definitely in a dress, he's in a my dress. mind. Um, if he could run down the loo that quick from the loo that quickly, he must be in a dress. Yeah, yeah. He's like flying behind me, flying behind me in the sound of music fashion. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear! Now I'm picturing it. It's a medieval dress. I don't know why. 
<laughs> I think it's most suiting. Yeah, the hills I'll take are alive. Photos later. Hooray! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the devil are you doing, chaps? Oh. Really good. Yeah. I thought my stomach's just made me aware that we haven't eaten dinner yet. Yeah, we need to do something. Yeah, it, it just went blah, and I was like, oh, <laughs> hello, uh, stomach. I'm aware of you now. It's actually getting on for nine o'clock. Bloody hell. Mom, you know how much you love me? Can you order us some food on Just Eat, please? If I get the iPad, it will go up, 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 up by the mic, you see. <laughs> it's, it's there. Mom doesn't know how to work my iPad clearly by the look on her face. <laughs> Do you want me to put you on the website yeah. and select the items, what we want to eat? <laughs> Riverton listening again. Oh, I'm already on Just Eat. Yeah. We'll be right with you. Did you still want to eat from Milano's or are you, do you want fancy yeah, something else? No, no, that's fine. Sorry, guys. No, 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 that's fine. Have you have you got any ice cream as well? No. Uh, I'm quite partial. Where's the home button? Do I just press that? <laughs> Is it just like, I'm just happy for the chicken and mozzarella sticks. I don't really want pizza. I was going to say, I don't fancy pizza. I feel like I want sides. Yeah. Uh, I'm so weird. What the hell were the, those chicken things you got with drink? Yeah, I'm going to get chicken, I think they were called chicken strippers on the side, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> because they're just strips. Why would you add the ears? There's no need. Some, um, yeah, them and uh, mozzarella sticks for me, please. Sorted. I'm pressing the butter. I didn't select burgers, you arse. <laughs> Fucking hate. Urgh. Tits. Right. <laughs> So we're ordering food and it's going really well. Yeah, I thought this fine, would be a shorter <laughs> process than this, but I'm leaning well, in a bizarre fashion. Ah, there you go, Milana's mum. I was hearing all the things you were ordering, like pizza and chicken strippers and stuff, and then I heard tits. <laughs> can, can, can we have two portions of chicken strippers? Uh, I think that's a hell of a menu. And some wedgies and some stuff. <laughs> mum doesn't know it. Shall I order it, mum? Do you want me to Why don't you just do it? Should I just do it? Yeah, cool. On. I think it's just. I apologise in advance if anybody hears any interference. Oh, sorry, I missed Baz. We love you, though, Mum. Even though you're special. But we love you. Don't want a kebab. Don't want kebabs. What's a parmesan? I don't. Parmesan's cheese, isn't it? No, it's a parmesan. I don't have a parmesan original or a bolognese margarita parmesan. Um, what? What? I don't what. What? Have you guys seen Maleficent? <laughs> no. no. Oh, right. Because I've become obsessed a... with a one-word thing that Angelina Jolie keeps saying that's just the best. She just goes, what? In this really deadpan fashion that I just love doing there, <laughs> uh, which probably drives people crazy. Right, I'm going to get some fries. Nice. Hi. Large, of course. Obviously. And I'm going to get some garlic mushrooms, because yes. Weird. Break it with cheese. You're having a laugh. Uh, where are the strippers? Oh, there you go. Strippers. Would you like barbecue? Well, what dip would you like to eat? Um, I'm going to get barbecue, I think. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm just like ketchup. I'm just a regular girl, but they don't have that. So just get barbecue. Who would one. get mint dip for chicken strips? That's weird. Uh, I'm going to add another one because I want some too. <laughs> dips. Dips. <laughs> This is the best podcast I like it. that's ever happened. Would you like <laughs> The mozzarella cheese sticks, please. Oh, yeah. Thank you. How has this come to 11 quid already? Oh, Shit I don't know. Bed. Nice. Uh, Mom, do you want any food? No, thank you. Are you sure you don't want any strippers? <laughs> 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 
That, that should be like the soundbite for the show. <laughs> Mom, are you sure you don't want any strippers? <laughs> oh my God, £17, wallet rape. Um, let's order that. Let's That's just do that, yeah. My stomach's growling now, I've looked at food. Mm. So what have I got? Fries, mushrooms, strippers. Strippers. Sticks. Sticks. Strippers and sticks. What does that tell you? <clears throat> Collection, you're having a laugh. <laughs> I like that delivery time ASAP giant letters <laughs> I am pretty hungry we're nearly there promise and we'll be right with you talk amongst yourselves uh, entertain the masses for me because I'm being boring so what have you been up to lately missed you terribly cross-dressing yeah. <laughs> cross-dressing apparently <laughs> that, that's what he does all the time is it <laughs> yeah it's good oh, I do have photos of the undressed as a fembot by the way <laughs> Yes, please. Yes, please. Oh, please. No. Always. <laughs> Bionic woman reference. Yes, right please. on. <laughs> well, so, it was to me anyway. Anyway. Oh, no. Ah, oh, authentication. What? Do you know what it is? Too much, too much stress in ordering this food. I just want some strippers. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's the other side soundbite. I just want some strippers. <laughs> Right, food submitted. Yay! Yay. Yay. Mum, you'll have to answer the door now, yeah. <laughs> Love you. Give you a wave when they come. No, I've paid on my card, so you literally just need to retrieve foods. And I'll figure out how to give you some monies. Yeah, well, you just hand me some. Yeah. That's, that works. I'll give you a ten. For me. Hello! Hooray! Hey. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've ordered our dinner, let's chat. Let's talk about what have you guys been reading, seeing, doing? Well, oh. um, as as sort of parents of a, of a fairly young kid, it's, it's quite hard to get out into the world to do things. We managed to go and see X-Men Days of Future Fast last yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, finally. Yeah. Cool. Um, and you loved it? I'm guessing after all this time you've probably talked about that in this podcast. Not that much, not actually. Not, not as much as you think. Yeah. We've only talked about it well, once. Yeah, very briefly. Very briefly. We're going to talk about it much more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's one thing we could chat about. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing Claire and I wondered about was whether, sort of, from a from a different perspective, if you wanted to hear about the general geekification of our child and sort of the the things we've introduced her to. To... Brainwashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can give yeah. you can give me some tips. Indoctrination. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm well, gonna need tips because my sister so... my sister's trying for a baby and it's yeah. it's being a nerd I, mm. that I am making mm. it a nerd. So any help on that front would be really good. <laughs> and I'm very sneakily doing that to my friends' children, just making them into nerds. Mm-hmm. That'll be done really. So it's, it's, I, I don't know. It's I mean, beauty really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Pass on the, the, to yeah. the next generation. Exactly. exactly. And I'm not popping any of my own sprogs. That's no, too much I'm effort. <laughs> That's a lot to carry, a lot to deal with. I'm far too selfish with my own money. Mm. No. <laughs> I'm far too selfish with my own toys. And my own toys and I'd stuff. I'd be like, yeah. fuck off, get your ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you cannot treat yeah, it with respect. Get a little Lego, what was it called? Uh, was that thing you got her, the Lego? Um... Oh, the Chima thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a little bit like whose who's Lego thing is this? <laughs> I, I have no idea. Lego when I was a kid was just Lego, and now there's Chima, there's Ninjago, there's 
God knows what, but uh, it looked pretty cool. Have you seen cool, like, uh, spaceship thing with fat wings? And... Ooh, awesome. yeah. Have you seen the Lego Friends line? It pissed me off. No, I, it's Lego I've for girls. I've seen it. <laughs> We've not bought any. It looks way too infantile. Yeah, no. it's it's quite infantile, and it's uh it's for girls, so it's like get the hairdresser set. Oh, yeah. It's all in pink boxes yeah. and like I don't yeah. understand why I have to do these gender specific Lego for girls. Legos well, Lego. Legos Lego. Yeah. You, you just need an imagination yeah. and, a, and a bucket of bricks. Yeah. Well, this is this is the good thing about having already geekified our daughter. Nice. Is she went straight for the big scary looking bat <laughs> stuff. You know. Yeah. She she loves all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any danger there. Cool. But it's really, really important if you are going to pop this brog, as you put it, <laughs> to, to, to make them like the things you like. <laughs> yeah. I can see it helping in the long run yeah. of things. Yeah. Can you imagine in the future if I was like, come sit down, child, we're going to watch the first live action Turtles movie, and the kid was yeah. like, I don't want to, I'd be like, get out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to sit in that bloody like, chair no. and I will strap you Put down you up for and adoption. Your over. You're going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid would not be a good parent. Has <laughs> uh, to be said, the, the earlier you start, the better, though. It really is. Yeah. So it, it took us a while to get someone watching like some things like Doctor Who. She's sort of we just started. We're working our way through the, the sort of new new Who. It is say. quite scary though for the youngest. Yeah. Like I think, well, especially things yeah. like the Silence. Woof, they're creepy. Well, actually, it's interesting because because watching the summer because we've only seen the series obviously as adults. The things that she's scared by aren't necessarily the stuff that we were scared by when we watched it the first time round. Mm-hmm. So she was sort of hiding behind the, the the sofa for bits that we we kind of you know just laughed at, and and the bits that we found really scary, like I'm blinking the other night, anyway, was the one that really freaked me out when I watched it. And she was a little bit scared by it, but she wasn't that bothered by it. So it's like completely different mindset. Yeah, yeah, it's really peculiar. She she can't understand it if if a person changes from one thing to another. And in fact, the weird thing is, is she doesn't mind it once they've changed. It's actually seeing them change. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, even if you put on something like the old Wolfman films, you know, the real old black and white makeup jobs, that would completely freak her out. Mm. Totally. I'm a bit weird with what scares me and what doesn't because I. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I think I have told this on the podcast before, but there was um, when I was at school, we used to watch these r- little religious films in RE that were like little claymationy things, and uh, yeah. it was fucking straight up shit the bed terrifying. <laughs> mm. Like I came home from school traumatized. Like, mom, there was a man and he had a crown of thorns and all this goopy, horrible blood was everywhere. <laughs> and mom was like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing to you at that school? I'm like, uh, teaching me about religion, I think. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Terrifying. But well, scary stuff going on there, you know. <laughs> yeah. I can't... <sighs> I can't, I don't know. I just... But there is something inherently a bit creepy about, about claymation anyway, so... Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That, I think that's why um, Nightmare Before Christmas works so well. Because yeah. it's very... Everything about it is slightly creepy, but it's just on the, the edge of cute. Mm. So you, you, you're you not quite pooing yourself. Like Coraline, that's scary. Oh, I haven't watched that. Oh. Yeah, we haven't watched that this summer yet. Cause yeah. It's just like, I found it really terrifying. I'm not going to make my child watch it. Well, I, I found it genuinely scary, but I also think that 
that scene where she's lost her parents and she's wandering around the house, I'm just like, oh my god, look, that's heart wrenching. <laughs> I could not deal with that as a child. Imagine just having the thought in your head as a child of your mum not being around or your yeah. dad not being. Be like, fuck, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> there was that. Um, have you ever seen any of the Miyazaki films, like um, Spirited Away and that lot? Oh god, I love them. I've seen one, yeah, at least one. Yeah, I've seen about well, four or five. Mm. Well, they're, they're great stuff, and they're really sort of deep. Uh, as well as being cutesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was this movie called Ponyo. I don't know if you've seen yes, that one. Yes, yeah, Ponyo, Disney, Ponyo, Wasn't that part of Disney? Fishy well? in the sea. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing film. Yeah. And one of the sort of more cuter, cuter mm-hmm. ones. But the scene where the mum has gone mm-hmm. and yeah. the, the kid just sort of finds the car and the mum's not in the car. Mm. Broke summer. She completely freaked out in the cinema. Mm. Nothing else. Nothing else bothered yeah, her at all. Worried by the giant tidal wave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can understand that. Yeah, I think that's yeah. That is going to be. And if she was a pretty young woman, you could see that. Wasn't she was like five or something. Mm. Yeah. And she was just like she would not let me out of her sight then for the Aww. next couple of hours after. Uh, how lovely. I remember watching this really distressing little animate, animated thing and it was the um the art and stuff was it was the same people who did the snowman I think. Mom was grandpa by the snowman people. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, did, Raymond Briggs, yeah. Raymond did you ever see Grandpa? Yeah. No, I didn't see that one. My mum had to throw the, the video in the bin. But she she had to let me watch her do it so that I knew that I would never have to see that film again. Because I was so distressed when she loses her grandpa at the mm. end. Because essentially, it's just like a kid having a wicked day with her grandpa, like going to the roller coasters and the beach, and they ride some donkeys, and it's like wicked. And she's like, "Yeah, granddad." And then the following day, she runs downstairs to have another wicked day with her granddad, and his slippers are there, and his pipes there, and his chair's just empty, and it's like sad song. The end. I was oh. broken. I was like, Mom, "Why?" <laughs> like, I just had an absolute meltdown. We had to bin oh. that. Did you watch The Second Snowman? Yeah, with the dog. Yeah, that Crap. made me cry. No, it's the same film. It's the same as The Snowman, but there's a dog. I think it's because I, I've, cause I've had dogs that have died. Yeah, and that but just... doesn't the dog, the, the dog survive at the end? Yeah, the, the snow dog comes, dies. He becomes a real dog yeah. somehow, or he gets yeah. a real dog or something. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think it's because when his first dog actually does die, it's like, oh. That is, that. yeah, the start was me. really sad. But there's a document, because I bought the, the duo box of the two movies, and there's a documentary about Raymond Briggs on there with him talking. He's a funny man to watch being interviewed. Mm. He does not like that stuff at all. Mm. But it was, I'd love to get some of his books because he's done one story about his mum and dad. Mm. And that looks really, really interesting. Yeah. And really sad. Mm. Apparently he's just had a really sad, depressing life. Yeah, but, well, um, I remember a quote from him saying, you know, because you think about the snowman as being this gorgeous, cosy little Christmas tradition. Mm. And there's a quote from him about saying, yeah, it's all about death. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember being really distraught the first time I watched the Snowman, and I can't, yeah. I can't quite fathom it why I watch it every year because mm. I do. I actually bought it on DVD as well so that I can watch it every year. Yeah. And then I thought, why do I do this on Christmas Eve every year? Just really sadden myself. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, I watch them, but and what I love about the second one as well is it's still hand drawn animation. Oh, it's really pretty, and it's just beautiful to look at. And you can, and what I, I love, love about hand drawn, it's like the old Disney, is you can see. You know, the pencil mark or the, mm. the marks in the old other animation. You don't get yeah. that anymore, which is sad. Mm. I do That's love cool. new Disney films, though. Oh, well, I still... I well, still except Frozen, them. obviously, because we've yeah. already discussed... Well, yeah. Yeah, sorry. But, because Princess and the Frog was the first one in ages they... That was done. terrifying. I loved that. That's Voodoo bloke. 
That was a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we watched that at Christmas and Tim and I were both we were both crying more than summer. Weren't we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I was saying earlier about the Princess and the Frog, the the thing about Disney films is there's almost always a death in them. Mm. But it's almost always at the start. Mm. Like Mufasa dies fairly early, Bambi's mum dies fairly early, yeah. uh, Nemo's mum dies really yeah. super fucking early. Yeah. Like stuff like that happens and you're not attached to the characters and you're a bit like, Oh, that's sad. Yeah. But Princess and the Frog creates the awesome character that is Ray, who is wicked little Firefly with a proper Cajun accent. I loved him. And then Squish. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh. my heart. My, you've actually broken it. I loved like, oh. the songs too. So it was at Dr. Teeth they got to do a load of the mm. songs for, and that's brilliant. It was it was a really good film, but I thought the whole like voodoo bit song that he does is terrifying. Like mm. it's yeah. oh, I just think nightmare Dr. Teeth is in the Muppets. I can't remember who it was now. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it was good though. It's a good yeah. film. But I love Emperor's New Groove. That's I one love of my favourite New Groove. That's Disney's. hilarious. I know a lot of people don't accept it because it doesn't Kronk. have all the princesses and stuff. But Kronk. 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 Kronk is a comic. Kronk. <laughs> <laughs> I love Kronk. Kronk I love Patrick Warburton now. I could listen to him yes. talk about anything. And Eastman is just. Hasn't he that? I look it as the tick. Like, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Mm. Like, just completely part of the tick. But I love Eartha Kitt in it as well. It's, it's <laughs> Is that my voice? I love when she gets turned into a little cat. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and David so Spade, because the two of those, the guy who played Kronk and David Spade are both in that Rules of Engagement comedy. That's not bad, you know. Yeah, I, like I mean, that. it's not great, not but it's great. not bad. I watch it when it's on because there's nothing else on. Rich has a massive crush on that Bianca. Oh, I don't know who she is. Which one is she? She's the one who's getting married to uh, the bloke who's... Kate Hudson's brother. I don't know. Yeah. Oliver Hudson. Because okay. he's in Nashville now. Ah. Yeah. I don't, I don't watch that. Oh, it's brilliant. That's anyway. mostly because me and country music don't get along. Sorry. Noticed, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Just noticed. So what else have you been introducing talk? Summer to? Wow, I'm trying to think. I mean, we, we've got millions of different ways in which we've done it, from TV and films and games and comics and, and books and that lot. Yeah. I mean, pick pick a direction and we'll we'll, uh, we'll take you there. We'll be doing the, the Clone Wars TV series, haven't we? That's been the latest thing. Oh, right. Which, uh, yeah, which is quite interesting, really, because she's kind of coming at it without that many preconceptions, although she has seen the Star Wars films. Yeah. Well, she's seen she's seen the, the, the original ones and she's seen... Dion did, took the ultimate sacrifice and took her to see Phantom Menace when it came out in the cinema a couple of years back. Oh, gosh. So bad. Oh, maybe it's not as bad as I remember it being. And he came out and was like, yeah, no. it's worse. It's awful. It's <laughs> just awful. I enjoyed it. I think she was about Medicine six at the time. So, you know, she was at the age where Jar Jar Binks was actually funny. Oh. <laughs> and it not just a basket. It was excruciating. <laughs> but the, the interesting thing we've found, actually, with, um, with the Clone Wars TV series is she hasn't twigged about the Chancellor and Darth right. Sidious. Yeah. And I, I have to be careful here because she's in the room next door and I don't think she's asleep yet. <laughs> um, but she hasn't twigged that. And it, I suddenly realised, well, hang on, she she hasn't seen the second and third prequel. Mm. Um, so it's not obvious to her. And it's just really fascinating sort of watching... watching somebody come to an understanding of what's happening completely fresh completely innocent completely um well she she's not sort of cynical about storytelling 
Mm. You know, as you get older, you know how stories work. You can piece things together. Mm-hmm. And for her, it's pure storytelling. She's just getting to see what happens. And the Clone Wars TV series is brilliant storytelling. Have either of you seen it yet? No. I've watched bits and pieces, but I've not been a huge follower. I'm, um, I'm a terrible nerd, because whilst I like the original Star Wars trilogy, and mm. I am, I've watched the first two of the, the prequels, um, yeah. still have yet to see Revenge of the Sith, I, um, I'm not that... Like, I, love, I really like the, the, the films, and I would watch them again happily, but I'm not interested in learning more about it <laughs> like yeah. i'm not I, i'm not bothered by the books or the comics or the cartoon like i'm not the extended universe is like nothing to me mm, it just yeah. it's like whatever i've got the main story that'll do yeah <laughs> well i have to say the the cartoon the the clone wars tv series is the most excited i've got about star wars for well since since the phantom menace was announced i got really excited then obviously massively disappointed when i saw it <laughs> um <laughs> But, you know, all of the Star Wars comics and books, I've read a few here and there, they've been all right, but they've not excited me. The Clone Wars TV series is the first Star Wars that I've seen since Return of the Jedi that I've thought, bloody hell, that's really good, I really enjoyed it. Um, And in many ways, it's better than the original trilogy. Um, You've got more space to breathe. Well, I mean, it's different because it's... Because it's given the sort of space to really explore different yeah. areas, different characters, different worlds. Um, so, you know, it, it's got that sort of luxury which you don't have in a film where you've got to just sort of tell the story quite, yeah. you know, for quite a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, you know, even if you're sort of not particularly into Star Wars, it, it stands in its own right pretty well. I and mean, I think you probably, you probably need to sort of know the basic premise to get, you know, who, what a Jedi is. Yeah. Yeah. But, it does quite a good job of kind of exploring, like, how the Jedi sort of, you know, the downfall of the Jedi, because, you know, there's this war that's been going on for years, and then gradually you start to see them sort of making moral compromises, because they want to stop finish the war, you know, want to be able to sort of just stop the war as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So there's all these decisions that start getting made, where it's like, well, we shouldn't really do this, but actually, you know, it'll help the war effort, so go on then. And so it's quite, it's, it's a really interesting take on that sort of, you know, you, you've had this sort of idea of the Jedi being these sort of paragons of virtue and, and kind of just sort of seeing them starting to slide. It's, I think it's quite an interesting. And yet it's a kid's show, so it's not sort of done in a sort of particularly morally preachy sort of way. It's just telling well, it's that story. Great, yeah. It's got this great mixture of tone, hasn't it? Because it's got yeah. sort of serious stuff if you're, if you're able to see it, if you're old enough to see it. Mm-hmm. But it's also got goofy humour, zinging dialogue you know, good characters. Mm. And it, it zips around a lot. You know, there's a hell of a lot of action, hell of a lot of adventure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. all things are um, big set in a big war, awesome. so you can mm. have these massive set pieces yeah. of battles. But See, I think that's one of the things that puts me a little bit off it, because I'm not very good, as has been discussed many times, with remembering people and faces. And I think if there's a if there's a lot of characters and there's a large cast of characters in Star Wars. Mm. Like when you were talking earlier about different um characters and stuff uh, with Tim in um Star Trek and stuff. Yeah. I would never I would probably never remember except the obvious ones like Shatner and stuff. Yeah. Like I probably yeah. would never remember the others because I'm just shit. <laughs> and so so like I would find it really hard with such a large cast of characters to not constantly be like Jen- Jenny 
Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Are they are they good or bad? Do we like them? Do we like them? Do we want them to win? <laughs> I'd be that annoying person at the cinema who's constantly poking you, like, where? What's happening? I can follow a film, but I think with a large sprawling storyline and a never-ending cartoon, I'd be struggling. I think with the Clone Wars, I'd I'd probably enjoy it because the episodes I've seen. Um, have been really good and the storytelling like I say has been mm. fantastic and the action of fighting is really cool actually <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is it um, Anakin's I want to say Padwan is that okay. right yeah. Yeah, yeah I think she's yeah. really cool and she was I saw it was it an episode she was on trial for something that she wasn't guilty of and I saw her fighting oh, yeah. another Oh, I don't think we've seen that one yet. No spoilers. Oh, no, but that was... <laughs> That's right towards the end. We're, we're most of the way through the second series. We're actually uh, okay. working our way through them. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what was going on, but I just thought that was a really cool episode. I wish I understood what was going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's all it's all on Netflix, um, every every last episode. Netflix on is the, the bane of my social life. <laughs> I, I should say it's on American Netflix. Right. right. Um, if, it's not mm-hmm. yet come across here. If I thought our internet at home was good enough, I'd say to mum and dad, let's let's do it and let's drop Sky. But there's a lot of stuff on Sky that's not on Netflix that we all yeah. love. Yeah. So that's and real. Netflix, um, they drop things after mm. a certain amount of time to get other stuff. So yeah. it's not per- it's not like having the DVDs permanently yeah. or anything. Whereas yeah, I think I've I think got- when you've got good stuff and you know you're going to want to watch it again, get it on DVD. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean the the sheer breadth of stuff we've been able to show summer and to catch up on ourselves mm. via netflix that otherwise we probably wouldn't have gotten round to yeah um and considering the price you know what five six quid a month it's well worth it for it us it's really good yeah um, we've been rinsing no... it pretty badly yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey. but the other, it's not just it's not just new stuff that's on there as well there's some classic old stuff mm. i've been um I, I run a tabletop game club um, in my little village, and we we were introduced to a fun game called King of Tokyo uh, by Matt Barr at the uh, the SFX Weekender, mm-hmm. and that got me thinking about the old Godzilla movies because it's very much you know big monsters beating crap out of each other. Yeah. And Summer and I, over the last few weeks before we go to Tabletop Club each Sunday, we've been watching an old um, Godzilla movie on Netflix, <laughs> and they are amazing. I mean, they're awful. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're brilliant. They're brilliant as well. And, you know, Stakes, if you want something that's simple, where you just want to know who's good, who's bad, (laughs) you've got really great big monster. I'm making myself come across like a right thicko, eh? (laughs) (laughs) I watched Inception and I understood it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, thanks, Jenny. It's alright. We were just sitting here getting, like, increasing darkness. (laughs) Um, it's up to you. It's up to you. Why that's easier? Um, yeah, we were just sitting here, like barely seeing each other. Like, where, at what point should we get up and put a light on? <laughs> What's the Thanks, point? Thanks, Jimmy. Just get a torch and shine it under your faces. Yeah. Ah, oh, old school. Are you really afraid scared. of the dark, Stoney? Yeah. But I probably scared Stacey we did that. So, did you ever watch it? You're afraid of the dark. It's scary. Yeah, it's too. Yeah. That was on Netflix, and we watched an episode not long ago. And Rich chose the one with the ventriloquist dummy, didn't he? Because he hates dummies. <laughs> He doesn't like them either, though. And he was like, but yeah, that's the point. We want to watch it to be scared. I was like, no, I was only joking. Thing is, I watched my first horror movie when I was about seven or eight, and it was Freddy Krueger. Oof. And then when I was off sick one day from school when I was about 13, Mum knew I liked the movie, so she got me one of the other sequels out when I was off sick. (laughs) Mum, you're ace. (laughs) I remember, for some reason, really loving the film Candyman. 
I hate that and film. It's shit, yeah, it's totally shit. No, I, I don't know why, like, what affinity I had for that film, but I watched that a lot. I watched it, I think I've told you before, I watched it, and then I went to bed that night, and when you close my bedroom door, the way my room used to be arranged, the end of my bed faced the wall that had a full-length mirror <laughs> facing it, and I have blinds in my room, so you had the moonlight coming through, so it's quite light, and all I could see was this mirror, and thinking, why is my brain trying to say his name five times? I can't stop it. So I had to get up out of bed. Does it count if you think it? I'm just, I, was, I was scared. So I thought, all right, I'm not doing this. So I got out of bed, went to the mirror, took it off the wall, turned it around, put it down, and I just went to sleep like that. Yeah. I was away. But yeah. That... My mum had the fun experience of um, when Exorcist came out, of seeing that, of mm. having the bedroom pretty much directly under the loft. <laughs> she was just like, I don't want to go in there anymore. <laughs> She's like running quickly across the landing to dive, like diving under the lot. I would have liked to have seen The Exorcist when it first came out. Me because too. Because watching it when they said it was released uncut and it wasn't was yeah. shit. And I felt asleep. I just think watching it, because I only watched it, I think I watched it for the first time when me and my friend Gayla were house sitting while her parents were on holiday. So we were at college, so I was like 17, 18. Um, and we watched it then, and like by that point, the effects were dated. The dialogue's terrible. The the only thing really going for it is the the soundtrack. Mm. And so we were just caught, we got to the end, and we were like, "This scared people." Yeah. Was it with how bad it is? Yeah. <laughs> so was it one of those films that's been spoofed so many times? Mm. Well, that yeah, that's just when I when I saw it because I'd, I'd seen the spoofs mm. many times before I'd actually seen the film. So then I was just kind of sitting there, going, "Oh yeah, this is a bit where my head spins round." <laughs> Split pea soup. Here it comes. Can't take it seriously. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, and that vomit scene the is vomit hilarious. Scene. Yeah, I tell you what though, nothing beats a vomit scene like the one in Team America: World Police. <laughs> oh, no. I adore that. So you know that scene as well. Apparently, one of them had to put fake hands on and lie down in like this puddle of custard for that aerial shot that they finish on, um, <laughs> because they didn't want that. They couldn't get the puppet to lie face down properly without looking awkward. So they got a person to do it with like weird hands. Mm. I just thought. <laughs> That film's ridiculous, but I love it so much. I need to watch it again. I just love that scene when they're all in jail and one of the women gets taken out. It's just, I love you too, but you know, as a friend, blah, 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 whatever. And it's just it's hilarious. I think my favourite line is when uh, when he says, Cool, I've seen it now. I've seen everything. And the bloke goes, Have you ever seen a man eat his own head? Like, really deadpan. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mum's favourite line. She's laughing. <laughs> and the, just, it's just little bits as well. Like when he's like, uh, now suck my cock. Just kidding. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that film. I would happily Need watch, to watch that, that again. again. Yeah. That might be tomorrow's let's try and stay awake till a reasonable hour to go to sleep That's situation. Because I can't, I can't go to sleep at nine o'clock tomorrow morning. That will really throw me out. I might have a nap and then just, you know. That'll probably take gonna, eight hours of wake up. I think, oh, I'm going to play well central to keep myself away. <laughs> Just fly off. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Definitely something to be said about watching some sort of bad movie before bed when you know you need to sleep and you can't. Um, I've, I've had a few few nights sort of relatively recently where it's been pretty difficult to get to sleep. And I've had a couple of um, evenings where I've watched foreign movies because mm. you, you can't beat a foreign movie falling asleep to because you don't have to listen to the dialogue. Yeah. Um, so I had one which was... Um, you heard of Stephen Chow? I think he did Kung Fu Hustle and um, Shaolin Soccer. Mm. Yeah, I've heard of him, but I've yeah. not seen either of those. They're, they're kind of crazy action movies. And he did a version of Monkey called the, uh, Journey to the West. 
Mm-hmm. Which is actually the uh, the sort of build up to the classic monkey thing. So the whole film, it's him effectively getting the band together in the first place. Mm-hmm. And just sort of watching that, it's just so easy to sort of just chuckle along a little bit and gradually drift off. Um, and that that was quite a cool film. Um, but I fell asleep halfway through. Had to watch the rest the next day. <laughs> but the one I watched the one I watched the other night was so good I actually couldn't fall asleep until it had finished. Uh, and it was called The Host, and it's a Korean film. Have you ever heard of The Host? No. No? no. It's yeah. a monster movie. Right. Um, and, and this is the other joy of watching foreign movies, is you get such a mixture of sensibilities. So, like, you watch a monster movie from the US or the UK, you know that tonally it's going to be pretty much the same throughout. You know, it's either going to be one of these movies that wants to make you jump every minute and really ratchet up the tension, mm-hmm. or it's going to be a comedy horror or it's going to be, you know, some sort of slasher movie or whatever. Hmm. Well, this one was, in parts, terrifying, in parts, hilarious, in parts, real sort of emotional family stuff. Um, the horror was often like, you know, oh, there's a kid who is on its own and scared and you feel bad for it. Whereas sort of when the actual monster was attacking, in some ways it was kind of silly. Um <laughs> And and it's just this weird, weird mixture. And I think because because you didn't know what was going to be happening next, I was flipping rooted <laughs> watching that thing. But ah, it's great, real good film. You got to watch it if you can. Probably ought to because I find now that because I I love horror movies. There just aren't any good ones yeah. in mainstream because they're mm. all they're not really horror. They're thrillers and they're slashes. No, what well, I find you know, they're just. Yeah. Let's make a loud noise to make you jump. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the thing is, yes, you will get that cheap thrill out of me. I will jump if you make a loud mm. noise. But that does not a horror film make. No. No. Like it, it annoys me when uh, I remember when I was watching. I think it was the American version of The Ring. Mm. Fucking terrible. But I went to the cinema to see that. And the only point at which I jumped was when they cut from a really quiet, eerie scene to somebody trying to bash open a padlock with a shovel. Yeah. So it went from like no noises to clang, and I was like, ah, ah. <laughs> "Holy shit, bags!" Like, uh, have you have you ever seen the original Ring? I have, yeah, but I saw it afterwards, so it wasn't. Mm. It lost it a bit for me. Um, when I when I watched the original trilogy, I was crawling backwards over the chair. I was so. <laughs> I fucking love that those movies. They were amazing. I tell you what, what I watched the once, and I feel like I need to watch it again because right, picture this if you will. I'm experiencing fairly severe food poisoning on this day. I've been up most of the previous night. Vom vom vom, poo poo poo. Um, most of the day, vom vom vom. Can you do sound effects for us? Uh, well, it was mostly <laughs> kind of like that. Uh, fairly uh, explosive. Like that, Terrible times. Add to that. Yeah. Add to that the fact that my lady physiology decided to kick in that morning. Oh, nice. So everything that's inside of me is coming out of me <laughs> at this stage. I am weak as balls because I couldn't eat or drink anything. I was trying to drink water and that was just coming right back out again. So like, literally, I'm in a state. I haven't got a clue where I am or what's going on. I decided to watch A Tale of Two Sisters. Right. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen no. that film. No. I believe it's Korean, and it's about two creepy sisters. More than that, I can't tell you, because I feel like I hallucinated half of it. <laughs> uh, but I genuinely remember going to bed like, well, now I'm never going to sleep again. Mm. And I don't know whether it was because the film was actually that scary, or because I was just in such a messy state. <laughs> I was just like... I can't comprehend life. <laughs> I just, uh, I feel like I need to watch that again. But maybe I can get you to watch it and let me know if it's terrifying, and then I won't watch it again. 
See, the mm. one film I can still watch and be slightly kind of, oh, is the original Halloween. John Carpenter's mm. Halloween. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, I love it. The remake Rob Zombie did was awful, as was Halloween 2. Can we just awful. all agree that remakes are generally a bad idea? Usually, yeah. Mm. yeah. Not always. Not but always, but... For the most yeah. part. But they, the always, they always try and remake good films. Yes. Which I think is stupid. They, yeah. they need to find bad films that have a good central concept mm-hmm. and remake those to do a good a good version of a good concept. Because yeah. if you try and remake a good film, you're only ever going to come short. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I thought it was really bizarre to me that they chose to redo Total Recall. Because I think whilst that film is a bit hammy in places and a bit silly in places and some of the animatronics are straight up terrifying, <laughs> bit like, ah... Um, that film is kind of perfect for what it is, yeah. and there is there is no need to remake that into a sort of semi-serious mm. space thriller thing that they did. And as much as I love Colin Farrell, which I totally, totally do, that film was just boring. Like, yeah. stra- I mean, nothing will be in the original um, Total Recall. So one of my favourite moments of all cinema is that you know they've got that technology where they can like project a hologram of themselves to yeah. bamboozle people. There's a bit where he walks out and with absolutely zero comedic timing goes, you think this is the real quid? It is. And then shoots everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like greatest moment of cinema because he just doesn't even realise he's being funny. Yeah. Like, it's just wonderful. And there's like none of that in the new one. And I just think take something shit and make it better. Don't take something brilliant, brilliant. and make it yeah. mediocre. Because even if you do just as good a job, what's the point? Mm. Do something yeah. better. Uh, I don't know. I, I should work in Hollywood, I reckon. <laughs> I'd be good at that. I'd just be drooling all over the men. <laughs> the thing is, I can't really think of any remakes I've actually enjoyed and thought, yes, that was better than the original. Hmm. Or that there were parts of that that were better than the original. Let me stroke my chin. Mm. Unless you can, and then, I'll, and then I'll agree with you. I still <laughs> haven't seen Robocop. I need to, I think I know I haven't watched that, that, but I've not heard particularly brilliant things either i've not heard awful things no well you've always got the battlestar galactica remake but obviously that's a tv series rather than the movie i never actually watched the original no me neither really no. so... i'm a shocking nerd why do i have a podcast i don't know anything about anything <laughs> i guess that's the age gap as well there isn't that Playing the young i don't know yeah. I, I i sort of i have a big fondness for the original series but there is no doubt that the remake was a ton better. Mm-hmm. Absolute the shit remake up. did exactly what what you know remake should do, in that it took the concept and it did something different with it. Because the original series was basically just like a Star Wars sort of rip off, wasn't it? It was like, oh yeah, you know, let's do a, let's do a TV series in space because Star Wars is really popular, and let's <laughs> yeah. have you know people fighting and flying around and going you know going to different planets. And the remake, but then the remake was like the basic premise for the for the original series was. The reason they're in space is because all their home planets have been destroyed or been, you know, attacked by these Cylons. And mm. so you've got that sort of, your starting point is basically the almost total destruction of the human race. Yeah. And so mm. they sort of took that and kind of went, right, let's, let's look at that then. And it, it's a much more sort of serious take on that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that was a really, you know, really good way to work, to go because everyone mm. at the time went, oh, you know, it's going to be rubbish. But because they did something different with it, it didn't feel like, oh, they're just trying to recreate it, but just making it a bit blur. Mm. I feel yeah. like it's probably so. something I should watch. It seems like something I'd like. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll, I'll probably do the same myself at some point. Um, mm. uh, it's good stuff. 
because I was a big fan of I was I'm a big fan of the the Bionic Woman, and I was obviously not born when that first came out in the seventies, <laughs> but I I used to watch it on Sci Fi Channel and it was on Grundig for years, and loved it. And then they tried doing a reboot of that with Michelle Ryan in the lead, yeah. which was just dreadful. oh god, yeah, they did, didn't they? Oh. It barely lasted a full season. I think they only did like eight to ten episodes. <gasps> I only remember. I think me and Rich watched the pilot and we were like, nah, not and, they, for me. <laughs> and I understood what they were trying to do because they updated it from Jamie Summers just having like robotic legs and stuff to nanobite technology so that if ever yeah. she was damaged, she would self heal basically. Mm-hmm. But it was just shit. <laughs> They're, Which they're was redoing so the six million dollar man now as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I I never watched that either. I quite no. like them both. Quite. I, obviously, I preferred um, Barnet Woman because you know yeah. strong female lead. And it was it's, a shame with Charlie's Angels too. <laughs> yeah. Well, both of these series they're just on the edge of my childhood. I can remember. I can remember them being on when I was a kid, but mm. really sort of. I, I only really remember Lee, Lee Majors from um, The Fall Guy, which was sort yeah. of the. The, the next series you did, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, remakes, they they could do so much better. They could do so much more. Mm-hmm. But I, did, I, yeah. I didn't like the A-Team movie. Oh, really? I, I quite enjoyed I did. Oh, no. I did, but I think it's mostly because I don't really remember the A-Team. Like, I'm mm. aware that it was on, mm. and I'm pretty sure someone in my family watched it at least a few times. Yeah. Um, but I'm never going to argue with a, a film with Bradley Cooper in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a huge fan of his anyway, but... Oh, I love him. I, I mean, I tr- I got it and watched it and thought, I didn't really like that. And I was going to use that magpie thing to try and get money out of it. It was oh, only yeah. worth, like, 75p. And I paid <laughs> not really worth the effort. effort. I tell you what the worst purchase I ever made was, was um, when I worked at Music Zone, uh, we had a bit of a sale on and they got the film The Ringer with Johnny Knoxville mm-hmm. in it. And I thought, that sounds like something that's going to be pretty funny. I like Johnny Knoxville. I'll pick this up. So I picked it up for, like, a tenner. And honestly, I put the DVD so in the bin awful. after I watched it. I tried to give it to Rich because this was before we were living together. Because that, that film is, um, like, for those that don't know, he tries to fake being. Put them on the side. Um, he tries to fake being disabled to, like, win some sort of special yeah. Olympic style yeah. contest thing. So he fakes being mentally disabled. And uh, and you think that's going to be quite funny, maybe a tiny bit offensive, but quite funny. No, it turns out to be massively offensive and intensely creepy. And um, just generally and just shit. shit. Yeah, he can't actually act. No. Like I mean, if Men in Black Two taught us anything, yeah, it's that Duke can't act. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I liked him in. I like Dukes of Hazard for some reason. I just really enjoy it. So I think it's because it's really it. stupid. <laughs> and I just sometimes I just enjoy a really silly, stupid movie. Mm. Um, and that was Dukes of Hazard, and I love all the Jackass stuff. <laughs> I love Jackass. Yeah, the strippers Yay! have arrived. Oh. I bought a garlic pizza bread. So oh, that's what that you is. looked confused. I thought, oh, I don't because know. I wanted bread. Thank <laughs> uh, Where are we going to fit all this food? Um, I might have to move some of the sweet Put stuff. Put some pizza on the laptop. Would you like a piece of pizza garlic bread, Mum? Look at it. it; looks fit. Oh no, no. Follow. Yes, I might with my. Uh... Are you guys still there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every, everything went really quiet and I thought oh no we've bored you to tears you got way more important stuff in front of you now yeah the st- <laughs> down you gullet mm, chomp 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 uh, I might take a photo of our feast in a minute <laughs> slap it on Instagram so how's, how's the 24 hour sesh going so far 
it's not too bad. Um, yeah. I got really despondent earlier because I felt like we were doing really well and I was really upbeat and stuff. And then I looked at the timer and it was like oh nine hours thirty three minutes or something. And I was like, balls, we're not even half way. What? <laughs> but it now says twelve thirty seven. Yeah. Uh, so that's nice. Um, I am genuinely terrified. We've got sort of a, a vaguely empty period at about four in the morning. So if you vacantly free, um, which uh, which could. Well, it could go wrong, is what I'm thinking, given the fact that it'll be early and we'll be knackered. Yeah. And then we get to talk to Adam Hughes. <laughs> well, the, the, the early knackered bit is, is the bit where you can do a bit of um, performance arts. You know, you can sing well, some songs. Do you know what I spent all of Thursday night doing, which is the saddest thing I've ever done in my life? Yeah. Picture me on Thursday. I've had a sad day at work being alone in the office. Um, and my husband is off at a festival, so I'm having a sad day at home being alone in the house. And I thought, what should I spend my time doing? Should I do something sensible, like read some comics or what, catch up on some telly? No, nope, I spent the entire evening learning Yakko's World from Animaniacs. <laughs> I did enjoy the video I got of it, though. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the worst part is I actually now know the entire order of the song, but I trip over actually singing it. It's pretty difficult. Um, but that's, that was my Thursday evening, so that probably will happen later. And I'll fuck it up because I'm on air, obviously. Um, what are the, oh, there's the mushrooms. They have tits. Put Don't them. balance them in the sink or no, I'll put them there. <laughs> <laughs> mm, nom, 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 nom. Now I feel bad. I knew I'd feel bad when I was eating when guests were there. I'll probably get over it though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Sorry, chomping away. Yeah, you chomp away. Chomp, chomp, chomp. chomp. I'm starting to think now about what I've got in my food. Have you not eaten or. No, Are you now just coveting? <laughs> I'm, I'm just coveting. I'm sitting coveting my neighbour's noms. I'm sweltering, obviously, because I'm in this medieval grass. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures. I'm just thinking I might, I might have a bit of mint chocolate if I scream upstairs. But, uh, oh, man. Ooh. That's my favourite pie. And that's not even a joke. I love mint chocolate ice cream. If only oh, I liked uh, mint ice cream. How do you not like mint ice cream? I just have never, ever liked mint ice cream. so weird. I know. But it's, you know. Instead of having mint ice cream, why don't you have a mint dip? (laughs) Who has mint dip with chicken? It makes no sense. Oh, now I feel really bad. But you've got fresh breath as well. That's true. I feel really bad because I've just looked into the living room and my mum's eating a pasta salad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Chomp, 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 chomp. Ow, the mushrooms are hot, guys. They're really hot. Yeah, really (laughs) fucking hot. (laughs) Oh, dear. So, um, well, given the fact that you have um, a wee one, give me some advice on how to not be weird around kids <laughs> um, and freak them out with my madness. Oh, that would be Cleveland's uh, Cleveland's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think kids are very are much more accepting of of of, of um, being being um, eccentric around them. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like it. It's not. It's not. They're not as judgmental as as, as hot stars, so I wouldn't worry about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think with with summer, it's a case of sort of finding finding the things that that you both like, sort of, mm-hmm. and sort of starting them off with things that they like, and then sort of gradually introducing other stuff. Yeah. And kind of yeah, you know, I mean, she, she'll sort of. I mean, when we first sort of tried to get her to watch Doctor Who, she just wasn't interested because she was like, "Oh, well, you want to watch cartoons." And then sort of as she got a bit older, and it was like, oh, okay, give it a try. And I think we played, sort of like played the game or showed her 
one of the animated ones or something, and then she yeah. it. Yeah. I think it was the, um, the Infinite Quest, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, there were a couple of cartoons with the Tenth Doctor and Martha. Mm. Uh, I've actually got that one on DVD, but I've not watched it. Yeah. Rubbish. Oh, they're, they're kind of all right, but... I mean, it's finding your ways in, you know. Um, yeah. So, for instance, if you want to get your kids into the comics, maybe show them, you know, the Spider-Man cartoons or the Justice League cartoons or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they 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 get to know the characters, they get to know the setup, and then they're more, more up for other stuff. Um, I mean, I think the main thing... Batman the Brave and the Bold, yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, bloody that love that. brilliant, yeah. yeah. Aquaman they in that. They child with all the most obscure characters of DC. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only problem with that show is it needed more Plastic Man. Mm, but at yeah. DC, everything needs more Plastic Man. <laughs> no, I, th- I think the main thing is just to be a kid with them. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, let's face it, we're all, we're all kids pretending to be grown-ups. I was going to say, I can definitely be a child. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's it's the most wonderful thing, you know. I'll be walking along the road with Summer and she'll want to climb up the wall and walk along the wall, the top of a wall. Awesome. And I'll just hop up there with her. You know, you can be a kid with mm-hmm. your kid and they will best. love you more for it. Oh, best yeah. dad ever. <laughs> oh, we just, we, we, love, we love sitting and watching stuff together. We love playing games together. You know, I take her down to the tabletop club and stuff mm. and we just Aww. have a giggle. We just have oh, a cool. I think I'm going to be a really wicked aunt when my sister pops one, I think. Because mm. I am, I'm going to be that cool aunt who like does all the cool stuff and then I don't have to have the responsibility of raising a child. Mm. It's going to be wicked. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, are you due to be an auntie soon? They're just sort of trying at the moment, so yeah. fingers Wait, when crossed. When you say trying, you're giving me mental image. Well. This now, I don't I was going to say. Do you know what my sister and her husband look like? No. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> it's just the way you the way you say it. It's like they're, they're just trying now. I'm imagining you kind of. Oh, like they're just on the kitchen table whilst we're podcasting around them. <laughs> what, what's that squeaking well, sound? Time's right. Time's right. <laughs> I don't think the there's anything podcast. more romantic than hearing half of a conversation and having sex to it. I guess. Booty <laughs> question. Yeah. Have you got ketchup? Uh, yes, in that nice. cupboard over there. <laughs> Sorry, I believe I we have. Anyway. It was going to be a big question for everyone, but it wasn't. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Nice. This mushroom is the hottest thing I've ever put in my. It's hotter than the sun. Is it? Yeah. Kitten, the chicken's quite hot. Yeah. I don't care though because I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that no breakfast thing is kind of catching up. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so um, this is not uh, welcome to Stace Loves Food. Yeah, feel sorry she for does you though. <laughs> what was it we said earlier? Bitches be scoffing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches be scoffing. That is, that's what I should have tagged it on Twitter. Shit. I am blatantly going to start a podcast called Bitches Be Scoffing. <laughs> like a foodie review one. But only women can come on and talk about food because mm. bitches be scoffing. Well, you'll get Jamie Smart back. He's not a woman. No. He could tuck it in, I suppose. Yeah. Men can be bitches too. Hey, I've met a few. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> mm. So good. It is. Can we talk about Days of Future Patterns since you mentioned mm. it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm actually done it starting to salivate now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I make really unattractive slumpy scenes, would that make it better? <laughs> <laughs> Is that helping? 
<laughs> this isn't nice at all. It's really horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's foul. I've never oh, eaten anything this shit in my life. Fucking gorgeous. <laughs> Speaking of fucking gorgeous, I bet Michael Fassbender, I. Oh, you were going to say this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just heard my mum sigh. <laughs> I just heard this uh, from the other room. <laughs> no, Hugh Jackman's bottom in that movie. Mm. Hurt now. Sorry, do you want me to leave the room? I think. <laughs> you mean you didn't appreciate the because you were just naked ass? Well, yeah, I was going to say, I sort of felt a bit like, oh, yeah, but if I disapprove of gratuitous female nudity, I shouldn't really approve of gratuitous male nudity. <laughs> but it was good, though. It's only a small, and it wasn't that small, double standard. <laughs> <laughs> what I absolutely loved about that scene, almost more than the bare bottom, mm. was how incredibly 70s they were trying to be. So mm. it was like instantly yeah. lava lamp, waterbed, like just hitting you with all, everything 70s. 70s, Everybody's 70s. 70s slept on a waterbed and lava lamp. And how did they not decide to allow him to pop his claws when he just on wobbled on the bed, bed so that it pursed him? That would have been brilliant. Oh, no, for... Mr. Trick there. Yeah. The film was pretty good, though. It was tit. It was very yeah. good. Excellent. Oh, I loved it. it. I only had, like, one tiny problem with it, and that was the whole Magneto shooting or not shooting JFK. JFK. And then JFK being a oh, mutant. It's yeah. It's yeah. Mm. Well, it, it seemed to me it was really odd, because I thought Magneto's, like, that good with his powers... There's no way he'd try and curve a bullet and that would make it actually hit him. <laughs> yeah. And if he did curve the bullet and it made it hit him, then he, he surely would have realised it was going off course to begin with. Mm. Do you know, I just saw that as a throwaway gag. I, it didn't spoil it for <laughs> me at all. Well, th- that's what's weird about it with me, is that I came out of the cinema and I was like, that should not bother me because it bears literally no relevance to the story except to establish that he's in jail. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, that's it. Um, but it really, like, it really irked me for some reason. I just don't know. Stop putting political shit in your films, yeah. I did really love the fight between Wolverine and Beast. Mm. That was brilliant. Yeah. I love both. I like Beast. I really like the fact that Beast was sort of in a a different form, that he could change between the two, Mm. which was just very, very different, very Mm. interesting. You know, just seeing how he's sort of continuing to try and control it without necessarily you know giving in altogether mm-hmm. yeah um or taking the route that they went in the the awful third move <laughs> of trying to get get rid of the powers altogether mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool i'm really liking the the cast actually the the first class cast in general mm-hmm. yeah um, and i think they're really good i'm kind of hoping that when they do the next one they stick with the new cast rather than trying to bring the old cast back Mm. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, it's going to be... Is it Apocalypse? Yeah, yeah. Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, which, you know, could be set whenever. It doesn't have to be set, you know, after um, The Last Stand. There's no reason why it couldn't be set, you know, before the first X-Men film ever happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be amazing. I, I really like... Well, I, I don't think there's a single cast member from, from the first class series that I didn't enjoy. Mm. I think they're going to struggle as well. This is going to sound really horrible, and I don't want to actually say it, but they can't sort of keep using the old cast because, you know, Magneto and Xavier are getting on in years. Yeah. And I never want them to die ever because they're both amazing, but it's going to happen. It's the same in The Hobbit, though, isn't it? Because Gandalf not meant to be younger, but they look obviously older. Mm. Yeah. But it is. I I think particularly with with The Hobbit was... um, 
Christopher Lee because you know he he could barely sort of manage mm. being it. And the yeah. scenes he's in, they they filmed him in London and they had to superimpose him onto someone else's face because he couldn't make sure. Yeah. 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 So I think you know if you get if you get to that point, then it's sort of like mm. well maybe you, you 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 need to be thinking about you know, the it... characters a bit. Mm. It's like we obviously we stayed at the very end of X Men to see the mm-hmm. you know the, the t- yeah. yeah. And I knew straight away that it was Apocalypse. I completely missed the four horsemen Me too. on the on, on the dune further away, yeah. which was oh, meant to be the big... Uh, yeah, Rich, Rich pointed those out to me. He was like, oh, four horsemen, wicked. I was like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, I just and I only knew it because someone put it on, you know, on a Tumblr post mm-hmm. and big red circle around them, and then I watched it again. I said, oh, yeah. Because Mum wanted to see it. She was really pissed off that I didn't take her, and I said I would. <laughs> Pardon me. So, all right. It is brilliant, though. Like, definitely up there as one of my favourite mm. X-Men's. Yeah. Possibly possibly my favourite. Yeah. First Class is really close. I love that. I did, I did enjoy First Class, but I think Days of Future Past is probably going to clinch it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think we all try to forget X3. Cause, yeah. 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 Well, I, I love the fact that in this film at the yeah. end it's like, okay, you can forget about X3, it never happened. Yay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Xavier's back and we're not yeah. explaining how that happened. No. Um... <laughs> I didn't mind X Men, but there were there were a lot of things about it that pissed me off because yeah, they changed so much. Respect, it's not so good a movie. Yeah, it doesn't stand up very well. When I saw it the first time, it was badass. Mm. Yeah, but that was it was one of very few superhero films around. Well, it was mm-hmm. the, it was the film really that, that that sort of started off the resurgence of superhero films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think because you know because it took it that bit, although it still had the humour, it took it that bit more seriously. You know, they did the sort of move of sort of, you know, not putting them all in, in spandex and sort of, you know, giving them more sort of slightly cooler looking outfits and kind of, mm. and, and I think it, it changed people's attitudes, but in and of itself, now that things have moved on so much, it, it doesn't stand up as well. But I still mm. like, really like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I never really read the comics that much, so I didn't have that much in the way of expectations of sort of what the characters were going to be like or anything, mm. so mm-hmm. it didn't sort of bother me that they'd... Change the characters, whatever. But um, yeah, I think it, I think it's one of these films I've probably seen a few too many times now to really yeah watch with kind of fresh eyes. Mm. Well, I've got to say though, and it's not just because of Hugh Jackman. I actually really like X Men Origins Wolverine. I know not many people did. I think I only watched it once. It's um yeah, I've only seen it the once. I I thought it was okay, but the Wolverine was a much better movie. The Wolverine, well, this is weird. I thought the Wolverine was better because when I saw it in the cinema. So I said to Rich, you should watch it because it's going to help with your understanding of other X films in the future and stuff. And he was like, mm. okay. We tried to watch it before going to see Days of Future Past. Yeah. We got a good sort of hour and ten minutes to, into that film and shit all had happened. Huh. Like, And I was like, I don't, I remember this being really exciting. <laughs> um and Rich stopped it. He was like, I can't watch. There was like another hour and a half left. He was like, I can't, I can't watch the rest of these. I've got to go to bed. I'll come back to it later. So I was like, maybe that's the half with all the action. In. <laughs> um, I'm sure there is, there is a reasonable badge of action in it. I remember. Yeah, I, I remember. I mean, there's that train top fight, which is pretty amazing. And uh, yeah. all Mind sorts you, of... we were completely poisoned by immense quantities of ice cream whilst we watched the cinema. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah. So, we were suffering we were, we sugar, sugar overload. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got it on Blu-ray, picked it up for a five for the other day from Game, so we get to watch it a second time. Mm. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we remember that pretty fondly. 
I, I enjoyed it. And I think, but the thing is for uh, X-Men Origins, like, the reason I prefer it is simply because Ryan Reynolds is so fucking perfect mm. in that film. That scene where he walks into that office and they're all shooting him and he's just like, swords, swords. I was just like, oh my God, what am I watching? Can I just have a movie of this? Perfectness. <laughs> is there going to be a Deadpool movie? I, d- I don't think there is. They keep saying there's going to be. But I, I kind of don't think there should be. I don't know how I, it would work. I don't see it, yeah. I think they'd either dilute it so much that people who like the character from the comics would just be really annoyed. Or they if they tried to be faithful to it, then I think people... Everyone else would be bamboozled. Characters would just be like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I, just I, think, think, I think he works so well in that medium, but... I think they made the best idea of making a game uh, last year. I don't know if you ever played the game, but it is perfect. He like breaks the fourth wall. There's loads yeah. of swearing and fighting and nonsense. Like there's a bit where, for literally no reason, he just starts inflating a bouncy castle and jumping in it. <laughs> and I was like, I love this game. And Nolan North does his voice in it, and he's a he's an amazing voice actor. And he does he also does the voices of Deadpool's head voices. <laughs> They're all so fucking perfect. If I ever meet that guy, he's getting a proper squeeze. <laughs> or maybe a slight dry hump. Um, depending on how I'm feeling on the day. <laughs> I'm sure he won't mind. So, yeah, I was going to say, when you get arrested, you're sexually harassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you heard me here first. Podcast yeah, I probably, used in evidence. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that on a recording, should I? Mm. Tits. Um, no, I Edit won't really. Bit. I won't really. Hump him. I'm not that weird. No. Definitely give him a hug. Though. Try not to lick him. He was also raffing the CGI tells me. <laughs> it all comes back to turtles, guys. <laughs> Something I've learnt today. Never going to stop talking about them. Oh, dear. I'm going to book. Go on, then. Oof, there you go. That was fell. <laughs> mm, lovely. What is the next uh, film at the cinema that you think you're going to get to, guys? Uh, how to train train your dragon two? Yay! Yay we me take me. We'll take Sabo to see that, so we don't have to worry about getting babysitters. I just found I just found number one back in, up in the loft again, where I store all my overflow of DVDs. So I'm going to watch that during the week, and then hopefully friends and I are going to see it on the weekend coming. Yeah, I love the first one. I think it's a really good film. Brilliant! And they showed the first five. I think when I went to see Captain America two, they showed the first five minutes of the film. Uh, it's a weird decision. Really, I know, but it's really good and really funny. This whole scene they do with some sheep is hilarious. <laughs> it's not how you not think what that I'm sounds. Thinking. No, no. <laughs> no, it's like a big, big kind of games race thing on dragons and stuff, and it's really, really funny oh. and stupid. Yeah, the sheep are hilarious. <laughs> I love that film love because this movie. The, mm. um, it's quite interesting the differences between the movie. Um, and, and the books, because I've been reading the books to summer um, mm. over the last couple of years, and they're you, you can see the seed of the same thing in them, but they they're completely different tone. Yeah. Um, the books are far sillier, mm. um, far less sort of heroic. There's lots of um, bum belch boob jokes sort of things. <laughs> gonna have to read them now. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're a lot of fun, but they're definitely sort of kids' books. Um, but it's it's just this weird thing that you can have this central concept and you can have completely different ways of going about them. I think I think probably the film is in many ways better than the books, 
but the books you get a far sort of bigger story o- over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of it's kind of fun to see both sides of it, I have to say. But yeah, yeah I, I can't wait to see the second movie. It it does look like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. and yet to hear Gerard Butler being super Scottish. <laughs> I love his Scottish accent. Love yeah. it. It's almost as good as a Geordie accent, but not quite. Yeah. <laughs> Are you hopefully going to go see the Guardians of the Galaxy when that comes out? Ah, oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. We've we've seen most of the Marvel films at the cinema. Mm. Um, I think we missed. We missed oh. all the Dark World. Yeah. Not that but much of a big deal. Yeah. But no, it, wasn't, I mean, it wasn't yeah. that great anyway. It um, have, we, yeah. have we seen all of the other ones at the cinema, Claire? Um, I'm trying to think now. Did we see the second Iron Man film at the cinema? I can't remember. Yeah, no, we saw that at the Commodore. Yeah. Ah, hang on. Didn't we, did we miss Iron Man 3 at the cinema? No, though? no, we saw Iron Man 3 at the cinema. I, I loved Iron Man 3. Me too. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we see Thor or Thor 2 at the cinema. But the others mm. we've seen, I think. No, I'm yeah. sure I saw Thor at the cinema. Maybe. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't <laughs> the Avengers. <laughs> I get very confused about these things. But yeah, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and actually, the good thing with Guardians is that I've managed to avoid pretty much every trailer and every spoiler. Mm. Oh, that's so good. I, I'm very open you know i've no real idea of what's going to be happening i've got a new found appreciation for chris chris pratt now yeah who um he was in parks and rec i believe mm, which rich it. watches but I, i'm not a big fan of it but i do love his character but his character is like thick as pig shit um it's like sweet but thick yeah and um I never really thought much of him. And then I saw a very short teaser trailer for um, Guardians when they were first sort of leaking stuff. And I was like, this guy is pretty fit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he just came out being all charming and badass. And I was like, oh, mm, yeah, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, Groot. I know, he's a cutie, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I love Groot. I wish he could say things other than I am Groot, though. That would yeah. be helpful. <laughs> because, yeah. you know. We've, um, we've been watching some of the cartoons. Um, and I can't even remember which one it was. I think it was one of the Spider-Man cartoons. Ultimate Spider-Man, yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man. And that's the first time I've seen the Guardians of the Galaxy in anything other than stills from the film. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so Rocket Raccoon. Episode, what was it? Avengers um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That was the first thing. Like, this, this, oh, thing were I they in that as well? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. And I remember just going, what? What? There's a <laughs> three. What? The... <laughs> yeah. Bonkers. Brilliant! I love it. It's sort of quite so, quite interesting to see them moving and speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, quite quite looking forward to the movie. But yeah, yeah. It's yeah I, just, I just don't really have any very little preconception about it. I don't mm-hmm. yeah. really know the characters at all. So I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, I was because I've never I didn't know about them until the, they started releasing. You know little previews and sneak peeks of the poster and stuff. Never mm. heard of them. Um, so I was quite surprised that Marvel chose that one to make into film. A, but I think it's, it's going to be risk, a good But one. I think it's going to pay off. Yeah. Because it looks... It looks brilliant. Great. Yeah. And <laughs> Rocket Raccoon Marvel, does make me laugh. Well, they've, they've built the trust up in their audience, you know. They've mm. done some familiar ones. They've done some sequels to familiar ones. And it's nice for them to then go, here's a complete curveball. Sit back mm. and enjoy. And from from what I can understand, the tone is going to be very much a good romp across the galaxy, you know, a good laugh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but with some key stuff building up towards Avengers 2. So, yeah. you know, I think it's a good way to go. And I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with the sort of the third phase then. When mm. they bring in, I know it's been a bit troubled, but when they bring in things like Ant-Man and, you know, see what else they might bring in to, to help develop things further. Yeah. Mm. On that note, we're out of time. We are? Yeah. Gosh, it goes so quickly when we're talking to you, but it still feels like I'm like I'm still like, how is this only thirteen hours? I know. <laughs> how how? I look at the time on the clock and I think, oh look, it's nearly midnight. So we're nearly. Oh shit, we still not, got It's not hours really that nearly midnight either, is it? <laughs> like, it's just, it's, you it's know, just, it's still it's two full time. hours away. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it was lovely chatting to you, pair again. Yeah, you too. Um, Good luck with the rest of it. Yeah, thank you very much. Are you thought bubbling this year, guys? Will we see you? Uh, no. Where? Oh, thought bubble. Or are you not no. coming this year? Well, sad, oh. Sadly, not this year. I'm going to have a cry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Next year, yes. But uh, finances this year. Stuff, mm. stuff we've got to do that's a bit too close to thought bubs. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll be there next year. Definitely. Excellent. Good, um, good, good. <laughs> so are we, because we might have just convinced Jamali Michael, to come along. <laughs> we have to be there to give him a squad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I think massive bear hug was there. Nine worlds <laughs> next year as well. So we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah. That's expensive. Um, there, there's always Twitter. There's always Skype. If there is. Well. But how am I going to stroke your lovely bald head on mm. Twitter? <laughs> um, uh, well, I'm sure you'll Is there an app for that? <laughs> there should be. And on that note... <laughs> Some device you can plug into your iPad or something. <laughs> Well, it's been brilliant chatting, and um, hopefully we'll get to have a proper chat with you again soon. Yeah, it's been lovely. It's been lovely, jubbly. Thank you for coming on, and I'll speak oh, to you soon. Yeah. Bye. See you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.